Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com. Blog Talk Radio.
Hotel, better love. You're listening to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power. I am Beverly, and we are looking at the plot to seize the White House. Well, how are you doing today, Dr. Robert X? Let me pull you up here. Uh, Dr. X, I will have the rest of your music on tomorrow. I just walked in the door 10 minutes before the show.
Sister Bev, Hotep family, Hotep. better love. Hotep. Better love. <laughs> <laughs> Ask some of that dude. That yeah, dude. I, I, did you hear me? I had just got in about 10 minutes before the show. So I, I'm going to play it, uh, the rest of them tomorrow. Yeah, excellent. Excellent, Bev. I think the the family would uh, really, really enjoy the the continued change in tempo because as we are seeing right before our eyes, there's a major change in tempo taking place in society. It's from my perspective, Sister Bear family, that it's the love tempo that's going to put this thing to rest. Hotel Sister Bear. Hotel, nothing What's beats good? love. I'm, I'm sorry, Sister Bear, say it again. <laughs> no, I said nothing beats love. You can't lose. Nothing, Bear. Nope. Nothing. No matter what they and, do, okay? And I've been out all day, so uh, I haven't looked at uh, anything, anything uh, on the radar. Uh, I, I heard they was given another stimulus package. I did hear that. Or did they come to the conclusion yet? Uh, I'm like you, Bev. I have no idea whatsoever. There's been so many okay. other things going on. Just that didn't even pop up in my rearview mirror. Okay. 
I can say this. Attempts to contain, uh, to gain control of government in this country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. through violence and intimidation has never worked. And I don't see it working today. No matter what they do to the orange. And it's just sad that our people may very well get caught up in it in numbers that they shouldn't. Yeah. Okay, because people as we have stated over and over, and they don't even hide it, Bear. Mm-hmm. They don't even hide it. That they're using us to push their agenda. And it's quite interesting to me. I know people say, well, man, Robert X, all you seem to do is criticize the Democratic Party. Well, let me ask anybody in the family, who do you see facilitating most of the violence and the backwardness that's occurring in society today. You tell me. I'll sit and be quiet. Because if this, if this was the Republican Party that was out here pushing this stuff 100%, believe me, I would be saying it, and I have said it. But I've tried to impress on people that Orange Man is a phenomenon. You cannot put him in the same category as of the Republicans, because he's fighting against them too. Exactly. And we see it, Sister Bear family, mm-hmm. with Ginsburg, Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Okay? We see it with her, with immediately, immediately before anything takes place. Republicans that are controlled by Old Testament immediately run out there and say, well, I ain't, I don't think he should appoint another Supreme Court. And it's always the same people. Yeah. Go back and look at, um, oh, who's the little white boy that they try to say raped the little CIA agent girl, um, the last Supreme Court justice. Yeah, you called him Opie. You called him Opie. Yeah. That's right. You know, I, I, out of Andy and Mayberry, you know, this. Right. This dude that, you know, basically grew up in this sterile environment. And all you had to do is listen to him for five minutes. We all know white people like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the things that they were accusing this dude of doing, man. Ain't no way. I guarantee you this dude only used white toilet paper and he only (laughs) eat white bread. I guarantee it. That's how pastel he is. But man, them same Republicans, Susan Collins, right? The same group. They have to be made uh, to be, let it be known that if you didn't support Opie, David's going to throw your ass out of office. When it comes to impeachment, guess what? Mm-hmm. The same Republican. Okay? Susan Collins leading a bunch again, but they call her 
a moderate. That means she's controlled by Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, Bell. I did manage to watch uh, the video that you sent me. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, I've been watching so much intelligent stuff over the years. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, I know when somebody's trying to put something somewhere that doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got to say family. this because I. Huh? One of the family uh, members sent that. Tell me the yeah. And that's good for all of our consumptions. But we got to be careful with these things. Because if you notice, there was never, ever any evidence in the video pointing to Roger Stone as having anything to do with drug dealing. Mm-hmm. It was assumed because he took a picture with somebody, okay? He somehow is connected with them. And let me tell you something. Man, uh, may the creator look out over me because I've taken pictures over the years with people I don't even know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if those people turn out to be pedophiles, does that mean I'm one? So we got to be really careful, and I can go through a litany of things in that video uh, not to dissuade the family from looking at it because the more this stuff you see and then you line up with other more realistic things that are going on, the more you will be able to uh, survey the landscape and come to some reasonable conclusion. Remember, family, we operate from trivium quadrivium. Okay? We don't operate from the standard psychological paradigm in terms of learning, which means only learn that which supports your argument. No. I look at all sides of the equation. Uh, So-called liberal alternative media, and conservative alternative media. I don't look at no liberal mainstream media and no liberal conservative, I mean, and no uh, Republican or conservative mainstream media because it's all run by the same people. And we got a classic example of that this past week, Sister Bear family. Okay. When out of all the people New Getting Rich tries mm-hmm. to mention George Soros on so-called Fox News, mm-hmm. and they shut him down and tell him he can't talk about Soros. Mm. And he was only talking about Soros financing all these state's attorneys around the country mm-hmm. that has, in fact, lent itself to much of the violence that's going on around the country because they have a radical view of criminal justice. Now, that's a fact, but you can't say it on Fox. You see, this dude used to be the Speaker of the House. The point is, there's a major censorship effort across all the media, social media, and mainstream media uh, to attempt to put a corpse 
and that's what he is, courts in the White House that will allow for the, the, the Hillary Clintons, these nasty people of the world, to push their agenda without any opposition at all, and we've gone through ad infinitum, and they got the dude on tape. The criminality of Joe Biden and his entire family. It's not just Tyrone Biggins. It's his brother, too. And I'm sure if we dig deeper, we'll find other family members. Now, if Orange Man is part of a criminal enterprise, and I've seen no evidence I've heard people say he's connected to the Russian mafia. And, of course, we went through some of that last week uh, because I I know for a fact that many Russian mafia people who primarily are headquartered in New York and Chicago in this country uh, bought residences in Trump Towers. That's a fact. But they got to live somewhere, right, Sister Bear? So does that, does that mean that if they lived in another apartment building, I can guarantee you that they do because all of them don't live in Trump Tower. But they have Some of them of live people. somewhere else. Go ahead, Bear. A, a, a lot of people are looking at that, the mafia attorney that he uh, had, that was his attorney. Remember, I can't yeah. think of his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can. Okay? <laughs> but here's the deal with that. Okay. When you hire an attorney, look, again, we've all seen this recently, or we know of it, because CNN ran it. Didn't they just run a piece on uh, Trump's former attorney, Cohen? Yeah, breaking bread yeah. with the little white the the governor's brother on Fox. I mean, I'm sorry on CNN. Yeah. Wait a minute, that's Orange Man's attorney. What he doing? Taking directions from Cuomo to tell him how to respond to questions that he's going to be asked on CNN. Mm. Now, does that mean? Cuomo is a criminal working in league with, with Cohen? It don't mean that. It does mean that uh, there is an ethics problem with Trump's attorney being buddy-buddy with Cuomo. And then he goes on CNN after Cuomo then told him how to respond to certain questions. Well, maybe, Big difference. Maybe Trump is like uh, Michael in The Godfather. You know how Michael was all his family, everything, the daddy, the Godfather, but they kept him out of it. So maybe he Here's was what it is, down all this stuff, but he but he was kept out of it. I agree with you, Bear. That's exactly what I see has taken place, and that's based on. Two things. The Southern District of New York, which has been all over Orange Man, and the Mueller investigation. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you something. 
They specifically pointed the finger at Trump's connections to Russia. Now, what could be more connected than if he had evidence pointing to Trump connected to the Russian mafia? But you didn't hear none of that, did you? Mm -mm. The reason that you didn't hear any of it is because they couldn't come up with anything to substantiate it. If they could have, they would have. You see? So I'm just, again, uh, surveying the landscape, and I keep seeing the same hole dug wherever I go. That's Lisa Collins and uh, two or three others who are so-called moderate Republicans. Now, watch this, Sister Bear, because I would invite anybody to go and look at some of the interviews uh, that the Old Testament Supreme Court Justice Ginsburg Go and pull up some of her interviews and listen to the stuff that's coming out of her mouth, and then you tell me. Because I've seen a couple of them interviews, and I'm here to tell you, she could be the leader of Black Lives Matter. You would never expect a sitting Supreme Court justice to make the kind of statements that she's making. And I've gone on record to point out clearly that there ain't nothing supreme about this court and any of its predecessors. It is a political animal, part of the body politic, uh, the third branch, as a matter of fact. It is, by definition, political. So for well, these gangsters... Hear. Go ahead, Ben. I did hear that they that uh, they want to honor her last wishes, which was not to uh, select another um, judge until after the election. Now, you're going to do what a dead person told you to do? Is that what they're saying? Let's, let's, let's run it back a little bit, Bear. Do you recall who you first heard say that? Uh, was it the Nancy? I call it Nancy, buddy. That guy, or was it Nancy? The uh, Sh- Schumer? Was it uh, him or Nancy? Who yeah. first said it? Uh, they pretty much came out in unison, okay, okay. along with okay. Obama. Oh, I didn't hear him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Right. Now, don't you find it just quite interesting <laughs> that all of a sudden they got a a deathbed wish, right? <laughs> now, here's the deal, family. I want you to just think about this for a second. Orange Man, over a week ago, came out with a list of Supreme Court justices that he wanted on the bench. And he said, Hyden Biden should come up with a list as well. This has been almost two weeks ago, about 10 days ago now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did he know? Hyden Biden wouldn't come up with a list. But Orange Man, again, unless you believe that all these things keep happening by coincidence. Well, why is that important? Because, as I told you, things were going to happen metaphysically, family. 
that's going to blow people's minds and how the Democrats, there's no way on this planet that they are going to uh, regain the White House in uh, 2020. I told you, things are just going to come out of nowhere, like this one. You know what this does? This basically nullifies their attempt to steal the election using mail-in ballots. Because they just want to just keep counting them forever and just accept like they've been doing all the time. Uh, They want to change everything to fit their LGBT agenda, which is really the World Economic Forum or Davos or uh, world government or just as a, a, a matter of fact Old Testament control. That's what's going on. And what's taking place is even Democrats are seeing through the insanity Sister Bear, family, I'm going to give you another example. I know everybody saw it. But I got only one person who sent me an email saying, man, Rob, did you notice the little white girl that they said was melting down because of uh, uh, Old Testament died, Ginsburg died? And I didn't answer the email, but it was quite interesting because it appears to me as though somebody lying or engaged in trickery. It could be either one or both. Because it looked to me like the steering wheel in the car that the white girl was supposed to be driving in the car by herself when she just went crazy was on the right-hand side of the car. Unless I missed something. So she was in another country. Well, I, I don't know. That's not how the video was portrayed. She took her hands off the steering wheel and just letting the car drive by itself. And I'm saying, wow, what is this? And, and believe me, Sister Bear, the only reason I bring that up is because I got sent that mm-hmm. same video by about five or six other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, why not come up with a dying letter declaration? Why not? And I know everybody knows that video that I'm talking about because they've been running it everywhere. Okay? But that ain't the issue. The issue today, like the issue has always been, is one of law. That's the issue. Does Orange Man have the authority to appoint another Supreme Court justice, or at least to nominate one, according to the law? Right. And the answer is, yes, he does. and, And is there any time... 
limit or anything after a judge died? Do you have to wait a certain time to elect one? No. Or can, or, okay. That's how she got her spot. Mm-hmm. In less than 40, I think about 44, 45 days. Okay? Because, see, that's the politics of it. Yeah, they're going to come up with some uh, dying letter declaration. It was probably signed by Kamala Harris. Because <laughs> <laughs> what's happening, Sister Bear, which is why Orange Man was back in Minnesota recently, I think yesterday or the day or, or whenever. Mm-hmm. And the crowds are again off the chain. Wow, that's yeah, happening. Uh, mainstream Democrats are so fed up with the gangsterism because all the threats they're talking about rioting and impeaching Orange Man for doing his job. Okay? And look who's behind the questioning or putting on the table the whole notion of impeaching Orange Man for appointing a Supreme Court justice, which is part of his job. It's not Nancy, is it? No. The mainstream media. George Stephanopoulos. Mm. The former uh, liar-in-chief for Bill Clinton. In the Clinton administration. He threw it out there as a statement, right? Wrapped in a question to give cover for Nancy, right? And the uh, Old Testament allies, as you mentioned earlier, Schumer and Schiff and Nadler to give cover for them. But it's all crumbling. Democrats are leaving the Democrat Party, and I ain't talking about the regular people. I'm talking about high profile. are leaving in droves. In huge numbers. And they can't get out from under it. So what do they do? They want to change everything to fit As I said before, that LGBT world government Davos Old Testament agenda. Let's have 16-year-olds vote. Let's get rid of the, uh, uh, what is it, Bev, uh, at at the conclusion of the election, the electoral votes. Let's get rid of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's let illegals vote. But I tell anybody, I ain't got no problem with that since I'm a non-voter in this country. But I want to be able to go down to Mexico, and I want to be able to go to Venezuela, and I want to vote in their elections. You see? So, no, these people are deranged. They're psychopaths. And that's why we keep seeing these videos of white women losing it. 
The weakest human on the planet is a white woman. And they losing it too. Oh yeah. She not only is melanin deficient, but she ain't never had no backbone. She the weakest animal on the planet. You see? The the problem is they in serious doo doo. Okay? Because guess what? They scared to death, as I said before, that Durham and Barr are going to drop the hammer on them before the election. So what are they talking about doing? Impeaching Durham. <laughs> For doing what? For doing his job. And of course, the fact that they're talking about impeaching Barr goes without even saying it. Now, outside of the, 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 the realm of the halls of politics, in the social arena, they call that cancel culture. They just going to cancel you out because you don't matter. Why? Because they've had everything their own way, whether Republican got elected or Democrat got elected. The agenda didn't change until the orange squeezes himself on the scene, no pun intended. So you see, we are seeing, and we saw it under Obama, him trying to infuse into the culture a lot of doo-doo. You know, this whole LGBT thing. And what has happened since he did that? Just the a whole wealth of people. This is after he introduces this insanity. All kind of pedophiles and serial rapists get called on the carpet. Hollywood and damn near shut down because that's pedophile and uh, uh, serial rapist central. So now they want to take two little black girls and put them with two other little girls and promote pedophilia. Hell, they was doing it under Obama. We talked, matter of fact, we exposed it. Okay. So all you got to do is take a look at the people because that's what's happening, right? So you can't separate Sister Bear family. You can't separate that laptop with all that pedophilia on it from Hillary Clinton's emails. Remember that, Bear? I remember. When the NYPD and the FBI supposedly got the the laptops with all that stuff on there, then all of a sudden, they don't want to talk about that no more. Okay? The FBI got the information, but they can't prosecute it because it's the 
the wicked witch of the West, Hillary. They're her videos. I mean, they're her emails. So you can't talk about it. Now, last week, we talked about the fact that Jeffrey Epstein's plane wasn't the only plane that was figured uh, very prominently in this whole sexual abuse of children taking people, transporting people here and there so they can have sex with other deviants and or children. Right? So we exposed that last week, and then this week, we get a prosecutor down in the Virgin Islands. Oh, they! Oh, I can just imagine that they're getting ready to run for cover because you just had a prosecutor in the Virgin Islands who said that Epstein's flight logs had to be released to the public, meaning all those elite people. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Ninety percent of them Democrats. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Wait till you see the list, okay? But he's ordered that released. So you see, they so panicked, Orange Man, about Q, because now they got to point the finger at somebody. So they point the finger at Q as the boogeyman and say it's behind <laughs> this alt-right. That's one of their favorite terms that they try to use to discredit people. Yeah, This alt-right is basically working with Q to come up with some co- conspiracy theories about child pedophiles. That's how they work. Okay. Yeah, but if you listen, if you listen to Amazing Polly, I mean, she was connecting the dots on that. That is correct. On those pedophiles, and she yeah. ain't alone. We talked about it a few years ago. The, that is the correct. Place. Mm-hmm. And actually, I go back twenty-five years ago, maybe thirty years ago, almost now. Matter of fact, it was 30 years ago. This is in the early 90s. When I'm finding out about all this stuff, about child ritual sacrifice and all this kind of stuff, and I'm noticing the far up in society you go, that's what you run into. And so it had to be systemic because you got the CIA running in the fans for the stuff. All right. So as you might expect, they try to connect Orange Man to it, and it didn't quite work. So what do they do? Check it out, family. Remember, I told you last week they found a, a missile with a warhead on it in Florida, and we said. Man, this is the same kind of stuff they did in 1932 in the first plot to seize the White House. And as we, again, surveyed the landscape, 
we can see clearly that the very same forces appear to be at work today. Same people. Old Testament bankers back in the 1930s. That's what the article said, not me. And now here we are approaching 100 years later. And again, Old Testament behind the scenes. So what happened? They tried to assassinate Roosevelt. Right? And so over this past weekend, as all this stuff is bubbling up, you get poison being mailed to Orange Man. Right? Ricin, as a matter of fact. Wow, ricin again? Seems like I heard that a couple of times before. Why ricin all the time? Maybe it's the same people at work. Maybe it's an intelligence operation. Secret Service intercepts highly toxic poison ricin mailed to the White House. And then, Beth, check it out, family. That was yesterday I found that out. Then today, or late last night or early this morning, have you on look at it, I found out that they arrest a white woman trying to enter the country from Canada, and she's supposed to be the primary suspect that mailed the ricin, a woman. While Orange Man is talking about appointing a woman to the not-so-Supreme Court. Again, you can't make any of this up, family. We said last week and weeks before that that I almost guarantee you, because my premise is that Orange Man uh, has been here already, that something's going to come up that's going to neutralize the Democratic Party attempts to uh, basically seize the White House. Damn if uh, uh, Old Testament Ginsburg don't kick the bucket after he releases a list. You can't make this up. She kicked, kicked the bucket within days of him releasing a list of who he would prefer to be nominated to the not-so-Supreme Court. You can't make it up. And, and go back, Sister Bear. I guarantee you I'm one of maybe, <laughs> I know there's maybe a couple of other people, but we said <laughs> before Orange Man is done, he will have appointed more Supreme Court justices than anybody else in history. Well, looks that way. And I know people that, well, I'm at Robert S. He's out there on that rail again. Yeah. I'm out there on that rail. But I'm holding tight. I got some. I'll, I'll say that again, man. How many would this be that he, would this be the third one he elected? Three or four. Four, I think. Okay. But I said he would get five or six before he's done. 
That's half the court. And it doesn't matter what they do. They can't stop him. Why? Because in order for them to stop him, they have to break the law. He doesn't have to. All he has to do is follow the law. And he got by right there. So if they break, if they break it, he gonna, he right there to catch him. Exactly. So they've been used to, as I said before, anybody getting their way, they just kill them. What the hell? See, that's part of the video you sent me, Bill. They was talking about what we've been talking about on here for many years, and that's the privatization of the intelligence community, such that Old Testament got them a piece that they run inside the Pentagon, inside the CIA, inside the FBI, et cetera. I mean, we've been talking about that stuff so much it ain't funny. We told you that these are so-called contractors. They go out and kill people under the cover of being part of the intelligence community. That's how they've been running all these mass shootings. That stuff can't happen over and over without the intelligence community being involved in it. And these riots. We also told you. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bear. And these riots, either these pro- t- protests or whatever you want to call it, and we we've, we've made it quite clear that the former head of the CIA was running Antifa. Mm-hmm. So what happened? We also told you that Antifa has been infiltrated, and that's why they come up with that term, uh, black identity extremist. And of course, people who didn't know, they immediately. Uh, genuflex and think that they're talking about black people. There's no more powerless group in this country than us. Why? Damn, they're all your leaders are compromised. They're all owned. They're all, for the most part, whores for the Democratic Party. I don't care if they're in the church or out. And they've been hoeing for quite some time. Because you know what? If if these people, and I'm not talking about all the ministers, but y'all know who I'm talking about. They should have been all over Hillary Clinton for locking up a million black people. And and I know damn well they know, because it was all over mainstream media about this a laptop that the FBI had, right? And that there were police in New York who saw the laptop, and since they seen the information on the laptop, they dead. So now watch this. FBI agent who uncovered Wiener's laptop with Hillary's emails says FBI leadership told him to erase all of the findings. Well, what did Orange Man just come out and say the other day? Based on the lies of Christopher Ray, the current FBI director, who is part of the problem, right? But we said in government 
the level of corruption is like four levels deep. We've been saying this for years. It ain't just the the top level. It's the deputies and the deputy deputy and the associated deputy. It's male and female. They're just as criminal as they come. This guy, John Robinson, who was the FBI agent, and he investigated uh, those laptops, okay? Uh, in this article from the Gateway Pundit, they discuss how he basically found the information in Clinton's emails, family. I'm, I'm leading you somewhere with this because, see, this is real-life cuties. family. This is real life cuties. This ain't none of this Hollywood production stuff. By the way, brought to you by uh, Barack Obama, okay, and Netflix. Now, you would think that a guy that has any moral foundation would never sign on to anything like that, right? But he ain't got no other choice. Because he in the closet his damn self. And especially <laughs> a president, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, again, you try to tell people about this stuff, and I understand people can't quite deal with it, but all this fits within the framework of the plot to seize the White House. Because this is really what wants to seize the White House. Oh, by the way, Sister Bear, I also noticed that I think he mentioned Hunger Games in that video. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, damn, I've been referring to that all the time. Maybe he listens <laughs> to Truth about. A lot of people do. Because if you, if you go and watch the movie, The Hunger Games, it just happens to be headquartered, as we said last week, where? In Denver, Colorado. I'm sorry, in Colorado in general. Okay? Now, again, you cannot make any of this up, family. After we got through pointing that out, now, we done told you, these people hire killers that are so-called contractors, okay? Uh, They turn loose, they fake programmed assassins, all right? And then they go out here and shoot up places because they ain't, uh, don't, ain't never seen or ain't seen their own mind in years. Totally programmed assassin. Check this out, family. CISA, C-I-S-A, Colorado Rockies, team up for virtual tabletop exercise to keep fans safe. Let me read that again. CISA, Colorado Rockies, that's the baseball team, team up for virtual tabletop exercise to keep fans safe. Now, wait a minute. Safe from who? ISIS? No, it can't be that because ain't nobody heard from no ISIS. Well, how about 
long nut right wing white boy. Damn, seemed like they didn't disappeared off the scene since Antifa came on the scene. Family. Just make some mental observations. Make some some spiritual connections. Okay? To what's really going on here. How come all of a sudden all the mass shootings stop? Maybe the mass shooters would take away from the rioting. I'm sorry, the peaceful protest. Maybe they're being orchestrated by the same people. CISA and the Colorado Rockies want to keep their fans safe from who? Al-Qaeda? No, can't be them. They don't even mention them no more. Al-Qaeda left with Bush. Obama comes in, and he's got to have a new boogeyman, so he created him some ISIS. He leaves, and now all of a sudden, Peace breaks out all over the damn Middle East. Wait a minute. What happened to Al-Qaeda and ISIS? Maybe they now working at Netflix. Family. Check this. This is from CISA, C-I-S-A dot gov. This is the government. They say earlier today, DHS, Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, that's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, they joined the Colorado Rockies along with Rocky State, local, and federal partners for a virtual tabletop exercise to review incident preparedness measures and response plans at Coors Field to ensure fan, staff, and team safety. The partners included Major League Baseball, Downtown Denver Partnership, the Denver Health Paradigmics, or Paramedics, the Denver Fire Department, the police, and the Office of Emergency, Ma- Emergency Management, the FBI, and others. These exercises are critical to stay sharp should an incident occur. In the future, when it's deemed safe for these groups to coordinate in person, an operational exercise will take place at Coors Field. Quote, today's virtual exercise, virtual exercise, was just one of the many examples of the planning and coordination that takes place behind the scenes to keep fans at Coors Field safe. Safe from who? Safe from what? Hmm. Maybe they're preparing, since they always seem to have these exercises like in coronavirus. Y'all know Event 201. They always seem to have these exercises. Y'all know like 9-11, right? 
Y'all know they always seem to have these exercises like the Boston bombing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, before they run the real exercise. with Denver, Colorado, being the new capital for world government in the future, at least according to the Hunger Games. Okay, family? So, yes, be aware that they just might run something, right? Some fake operation to try to blame on some so-called right-wing extremists because this goes all the way back to the 90s under Clinton with the Oklahoma City bombing that they used then to try to point the finger at some right-wing extremists. The only problem was every time they turned to somebody like Tim McVeigh or whatever, they always seemed to have connections to the military intelligence apparatus, be it military or CIA and or FBI. They were all over the Oklahoma City bombing. And anybody that did any research, that's what you keep running into. Informants for the FBI. Informants for military intelligence. German military intelligence working in collusion with so-called Tim McVeigh, who was so-called applied to become a member of special forces and somehow flunked out. And then when they're getting ready to so-called kill him in the electric chair, his last words were collateral damage. And we said at that time that the two, now what followed after that was the first World Trade Center bombing. We knew who was behind that. We said Old Testament, no question about it, in in conjunction with uh, private military uh, oriented people. That's the first World Trade Center bombing. We said the next time they're going to take the whole damn thing down and they're going to bring off the shelf what we now know is, oh, what was it called? Um, the Patriot Act. That same Patriot Act had been sitting up on the shelf waiting for the right time since the Oklahoma City bombing and Clinton couldn't get it through. So then they did First World Trade Center. Then they did Second World Trade Center with this happy idiot, uh, stupid Bush, right? George Jr. Just call his ass George of the Jungle to legitimize him because people were seeing that he was a fraud, right? Because that whole election in 2000 was a fraud. But in order to legitimize him, They needed something to galvanize the people to follow that bastard. And that's why you had you some some 9-11. You're either with us or you're against us. (laughs) (laughs) And, And when it happened, he's sitting in the classroom looking just like a, uh, a cat that an ate the canary. Uh, reading the precursor to the Baphomet, <laughs> my pet goat. Okay, family. Look, 
uh, these people are insane. You hear me? I see the scenario being set up again. Right now, the climate is the same as it was in 2000. Okay? And so, I remember I remember in 2000 when it happened, I remember Trump came, was on, did an interview the day it happened, and he was like, I'm in, in the building industry, and there's no way that uh, the plane could do that kind of damage, could bring a building down. That's correct. Okay? <clears throat> so you can see, family, you got emerging of a lot of things, the dorm investigation, and now here we go again with this Wiener laptop. Uh, again, this is from the Gateway Pundit. FBI agent who uncovered Wiener laptop with Hillary's emails says FBI leadership told him to erase all of his findings. Now, that's on top of just last week, you had all them phones from the Mueller investigation allegedly being wiped clean, erased. So he goes on in the article to show how he found out uh, what was on the Hillary Clinton's email. And again, don't think for one second, family, that this is not a part of the plot to seize the White House. This is the rationale or a part of the rationale for why Orange Man has to go. Because he has access to all of this information. And as we pointed out last week, in spite of what these people would have you believe, now I know CNN ain't going to tell you about the 200 and some military people, officers, who signed the petition saying that they was behind Orange Man. And we told you that don't think for one moment that Orange Man doesn't have his allies. He does. They're just not going to tell you because that means they would have to expose themselves because this is really mega versus MAGA. These two Old Testament groups fighting each other for supremacy. One is nationalist. The other is internationalist. And that dynamic playing out all around the world. I told you. Expect Germany to explode. Now you watch. Okay? Oh, by the way, one of the other things that we said early on in the year was that we expected for there to be a massive earthquake either in New York or California, one of those two places. This ain't going to be one of them ones that folk just get up and walk away from, right? Uh, Go and get them a happy burger and, you know, sit out that night uh, while the emergency services come in and clean up a little rubble. I don't think that's going to take place this time. I could be wrong. Okay. But I think they they had one this past weekend that was a magnitude five or right at it. Anyway, now I'm going off on a tangent here. 
here's what this FBI agent says that he uh, stumbled upon in looking in uh, Hillary Clinton's email. That's why they wanted to hurry up and shut it down, family. They said, uh, the crickets I was hearing was really making me uncomfortable because something was going to come down. Robinson, the FBI agent, said he later told the Justice Department investigators, quote, why isn't anybody here looking at this information that he has, family? Like if I'm the supervisor of any counterintelligence squad and uh, I hear about this, I'm getting on with headquarters and saying, hey, some agent working with child porn here may have Hillary Clinton emails. Get your ass on the phone, call the case agent, and get a copy of that drive, that hard drive, because that's how it should be. And that nobody reached out to me within, uh, like that night, I still to this day don't understand what the hell went wrong, unquote. So Robinson wrote a letter to self in late October. Uh, after, an, uh, after an October 19, 2016 meeting, during which he employed U.S. Attorney Amanda Kramer of the Southern District of New York to push the federal, the FBI leadership to look at the thousands of emails that he had unearthed. Quote, I had very deep misgivings about the institutional response of the FBI to the congressional investigation into the Hillary Clinton email matter. Put simply, I don't believe the handling of the material I have by the FBI is ethically or morally right. But my lawyer's advice that I simply put my SSA on notice should cover me is that I have completed a cover your ass, and I have done so. Further, I was told by Kramer that, uh, remember, she's the U.S. attorney uh, from the Southern District of New York. So Robinson, the FBI guy, tells Kramer, uh, uh, I'm sorry, he was told by Kramer that uh, if I whistle blew, I would be prosecuted. Is is this the guy Robinson? Is this the one that that they killed that came up dead? Uh, no, I think he's still alive. Oh, he's still okay. alive. Okay. Yeah, they didn't mention anything about him dying in here. Okay. But the whole point is, why would the head of the southern or the assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, y'all know that's where Epstein was being prosecuted, right? Mm-hmm. That's the one that's run by the black woman now, the, the uh, state's attorney, whose name I can never remember. But she's been on Orange Man trying to get tax records and all of that, and ain't nothing going to come out of that because Bill Barr already been down that road. I'm mean, Bill Barr. Robert Mueller already been down that road. Okay? So ain't nothing coming out of that. But she tells this uh, assistant U.S. attorney 
tells Robinson that if he becomes a whistleblower, they're going to prosecute him. So they say Robinson continued, quote, I possess 20 times more emails than Comey testified to. While Comey did not know at the time about what I have, people in the FBI do do now, and as far as I know, we are being silent. If I say or do anything more, I'm falling short ethically and morally. And later, I may be accused of being a Hillary Clinton hack because of the timing of all this, But if I say something, become a whistleblower, I'll lose my reputation, my career, and risk prosecution. I'll also be uh, accused of being a Donald Trump hack. They say, the only advice from his bosses was to erase his office computer, which meant leaving no record of his investigation. A new book says, they say, Charles Ortel, who was an expert on the corruption within the uh, Clinton Foundation, believes that there were a number of Clinton Foundation emails on the Wiener laptop. Others believe that what was found on the Wiener laptop was shocking, as we reported on August 2018. In late 2016, shortly before the 2016 election on November the 4th, Eric Prince, the founder of Blackwater, was on Breitbart Radio, and he said shocking things about the Wiener emails. They say, Prince claimed he had insider knowledge of the investigation that could help explain why F- FBI Director James Comey had to announce that he was reopening the investigation into Clinton's email server last week. Quote, because of Wienergate and the sexting scandal, the NYPD started investigating it. Through a subpoena, through a warrant, they searched his laptop and sure enough, found 650,000 emails. They found way more stuff than just more information pertaining to the inappropriate sexting the guy was doing. Unquote. Quote, they found State Department emails. They found a lot of other really damning criminal information, including money laundering, including the fact that Hillary went to this sex island with Jeffrey Epstein. Bill Clinton went there more than 20 times. Hillary Clinton went there at least six times, unquote. Quote, the amount of garbage that they found in these emails of criminal activity by Hillary, by her immediate circle, and even by other Democratic members of Congress was so disgusting that they gave it to the FBI. And they said, quote, we're going to go public with this if you don't reopen the investigation and you don't do the right thing with timely indictments, unquote. Prince explained. Now, remember, Bill, we discussed this when this broke, when this happened. Okay? Mm-hmm. Quote. I remember. I believe, I believe I know this is from ver- a very well-placed source of mine at IPP, or One Police Plaza, 
in New York. The NYPD wanted to do a press conference announcing the warrants and additional arrests they were making in this investigation. And they've gotten huge pushback to the point of coercion from the Justice Department and the Justice Department threatening to charge someone that had been unrelated in the accidental heart attack death of Eric Garner two years ago. That's the level of pushback the Obama Justice Department is doing against actually seeking justice in the email and other related criminal matters. They say, Prince Agriva said, quote, if people are willing to bend or break the law and don't really care about the constitutional due process, if you're willing to use Stalinist tactics against someone, you who knows what level of pressure could be brought to bear against even the most tenacious law enforcement officials, unquote. We still don't know what happened to the, wine, to the Wiener emails. We now know that Robinson did a cover your ass to protect himself. The American people deserve to know what was on the laptop and in those emails. Uh, the American people will never get to know what was on them laptops, on that laptop and in them emails. So this is why, family, this took place at approximately the same time that that article came out, right? Or that it gets exposed. Absolutely, absolutely terrified Democrats demand emergency investigation into Durham Pro. It's from Zero Heads. And let's just check what they say here. Because again, all this is within the context of Mega versus MAGA and the plot to seize the White House. They say in August, Bill Barr refused to commit to withholding any report by John Durham before the November election. Now, let me say this. Is there politics in this? You're damn right, it's politics. That's what it is. That's why I made the statements earlier about anybody that thinks the Supreme Court ain't a political body you're not paying attention. It's, it's actually legalized under the three branches, legislative, executive, and judicial. By definition, that's political. Okay? Now, they say, days after a top prosecutor on the Durham team resigned over what she thought was pressure from Barr to produce results before the November election, Democratic chairs of four House committees demanded an emergency investigation into Doom's probe. Quote, we, we write to ask you an open emergency investigation whether U.S. Attorney Barr, John Durham, and other political appointees are following DOJ's longstanding policy to avoid taking official actions that could improperly influence the upcoming presidential election. Adam Schiff, Jerry Natler, Zoe Lofgren, Carolyn Maloney, in a letter to DOJ Inspector General Michael Horowitz. Now, everybody but Maloney is Old Testament. 
all of them come from California and New York. Adam Schiff come from California. Nadler come from New York. Zoe Lofgren come from California. And Carol Maloney come from New York. You see how this works, family? Earthquake on one of them one of them countries, or one of them states. They say the letter follows a similar demand from ten Democratic members of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Democrats are questioning the legal authority of the investigation and whether Durham is allowed to release a public report of the probe before the election. Now, here they go. They don't want any release or a synopsis on what Durham found. Why, why not? These same people were asking for the exact opposite under Durham. They want the whole report released, including testimony that they knew couldn't be released, right? And they went to court to try to get it released and got their head handed to them. You see? Now, oh, don't release no report. But wait a minute. There seems to be a dichotomy here. You over here one day and you over there the next. It's just like the fake Supreme Court where you got Republicans uh, under Obama took the exact opposite opinion that they do today. And the Democrats did the same thing when they refused to allow Merrick Garland's appointment to come up for confirmation in Obama's last year. Because the whole thing is politics. Now, the only question is, is your politics in alignment with the law? And in both cases, it was. Okay? Now, they go on to say this. Uh, blah, 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 blah. They say, uh, Barr has signaled he is likely to allow the DOJ to take prosecutorial actions, making public disclosures, and even issue reports before the election. Such actions appear intended to benefit Trump, the Democrats wrote. Now, watch this now. We just earlier this year went through some fake impeachment where the Democratic Party refused to allow the Republicans not only to call witnesses, right, but the witnesses that they called had to be uh, okayed by the Democrats. <laughs> and then when the people making the original accusations, like the so-called whistleblower, was uh, contemplated to be called to testify, they hollered and screamed, no, we don't want nobody to know his identity. Then they went about their business by going down in the Senate basement and had hearings behind closed doors. And then only released selected information because that's because the whole thing was being run by Old Testament. Adam Schiff and Jerry Natler. Okay, 
And we all just went through that in January. That should be fresh in everybody's mind. So here they are now taking an entirely different opinion. And I just told you why. Okay. But what they, again, I don't know if they know about Orange Man and his time travel exploits. Okay. But I can tell you this. I've never seen anybody have the stroke of luck. If you want to consider it that I'll put that on the table. But, man, you got to say that this guy is the luckiest person in the world. Because they openly, openly having meetings talking about overthrowing the president. Openly. That's the tip. Okay? Openly recruiting the military to overthrow the president. coming up with fake discussions on somebody not leaving the White House when the discussion came up with them and the conclusions came up with them. It didn't come from Orange Man. He had nothing to say about that. It's them. It's just, it's it's mind-blowing, family, okay? So we have to consider all of these things when we come to a real conclusion about what the hell is going on. They ain't never been in as bad a situation as they're in now. And I'm going to show you how. They have been hyping up the siege of the White House. Remember, Bear? For 50 days, starting on September 17th, that was last weekend. And guess what happened, family? What? Orange man bad. <laughs> That's what happened to him. All of a sudden, they canceled the siege of the White House. You see? So now, they got to reassess their game plan. Because they in big trouble. I mean big trouble. It ain't going to take much, family, for this whole thing to start. All it takes is a couple of people who understand that jail time is not a real pretty prospect and start talking. And most of those people have had privileges. And so you know they can't handle jail. Yes. See, This is the real white privilege, not this fake stuff that so-called Antifa and Black Lives Matter running around here hollering and screaming about. This is the real privilege. Anytime you can kill people, blow up brand new top-of-the-line Mercedes-Benz's automobiles and have a motor 100 yards from where it was and say that where the car crashed and said that the car went out of control. Well, how the hell did the car end up so far away from the motor? That ain't never happened in no Mercedes-Benz top of the line. Okay? How is it that the little white boy pissed off about what he see in the DNC all of a sudden get two or three slugs in the back of the head or in his body? Okay? And guess what? 
Now, it comes out, family, last week that Orange Man is talking about giving Julian a sign. What, Sister Bear? A pardon. Exactly. For doing what? I don't know. I didn't hear what the pardon was, but I figured that is uh, for, is he whistleblowing or, or what? Because it was the little white boy that was his go-between that gave him the information. The little white boy that they feel full of lead. Right. Yeah. It was him that gave Julian Assange the information. And Julian Assange knows it. So Orange Man has said he'll give him a complete pardon. Okay? If he reveals his source. Mm. And you see, he still, I guarantee you, because remember, family, there was a British ambassador who actually got the information from the little white boy. He was the middleman, okay? He was the go-between between the signs and the little white boy. And he came out point blank and said the information did not come from no Russians. See, all this is the so-called Russian uh, orange man theory. But once Julian Assange produces that that device that he downloaded all the information on, it's done. See, Sister Bear family, that's why they had to try to convict Roger Stone. Because that's the only thing that they can really they try they had to connect him to Julian Assange and therefore the Russians. Now that's why they own Roger Stone. That's why they own Roger Stone. That's why I mentioned earlier about that video you sent me. Because you mm-hmm. got to be able to have some context. Now I don't have for one not one doubt in the world that Roger Stone has intelligence connections, sources, etc. Mm-hmm. I know that. Because mm-hmm. I've been studying this stuff too long. Same with Alex Jones. He's even admitted it. That he got family members that was CIA. Okay? And didn't they say his so family we know that. was wealthy? Alex didn't Jones. They he, yeah. Didn't they say his daddy, he, his office is in his daddy building? Uh, not anymore, but oh, yes, anymore. I, I know okay. his father. His father basically was in a dentist. Yes, yes. Okay, but his father was. I've known that for quite some time. Uh, his father was much more than just a dentist. Now I can't yeah. go no further than that, but I can okay. tell you that he has a number of relatives who, in fact, were connected to the intelligence community. And I can tell you that he's had a number of intelligence people on his program. Mm-hmm. Okay. One being Steve Pachinik, who was mentioned very prominently. And I've mentioned right here on Truth to Power, who I wouldn't trust as far as I could throw him. Okay. He set up the psychological program in the CIA. That's Steve Pachinik, okay? So, again, but my ears always perk up 
which is why I tell you one thing he did mention that I thoroughly agree with. And you'll never mm-hmm. hear me use his name. This guy, Robert David Steele, some in the family may have come across some of his videos. I can tell you right now, he's a disinformation specialist, and he ain't alone. That's why I don't go to Huffington Post. That's why I don't go to Salon. Okay? The Daily Beast. Every now, I think I may have used a Daily Beast article maybe twice. I know once recently, but it was just to prove a point. If you don't understand that many of these so-called media outlets are intelligence organizations, you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You couldn't give me anything from the Huffington Post and Salon. And I have used a Salon article once. And again, it wasn't to pump them up. It was to prove my point. And that is, just for your edification, when it was pointed out that Hillary Clinton was working directly with people from the Ukraine to discredit Orange Man during the 2016 election. And the Salon magazine wrote an extensive article about it, pointing to the Democratic Party's use of foreign officials in their campaign through Ukraine. There was a January 20, I think 2016 article from Salon that outlined the whole thing. And then when Owens Man bust the whole thing open in Ukraine with the Bidens and others laundering billions of dollars, right? Because that's, remember, family, that's George Soros' headquarters, Ukraine. Right? That That's why Owens Man was uh, trying to get so close with the president of Ukraine, right? Because he knew that that was the headquarters. Uh, Trump Russia, as we said before, was run out of Ukraine, not Russia, okay? And the guy also in the video mentioned um, uh, Manafort. Well, we told you last week, Manafort was working directly with Tony Podesta, whose brother, you know, spirit cooking John Podesta, the head of the climate exchange movement in this country, at least he was under Obama, John Podesta. How did you get in charge of climate change? Because it ain't about no damn climate. That's the front. Okay? They pointed out in that video that uh, Manafort had Russians to the connections. Yeah, he was working uh, with uh, Tony Podesta and members of the Democratic Party, right, to ooze Russia back into the U.S. uh, and Ukraine back into the U.S. orbit. Okay? Away from Russia. So that's why they gave Tony Podesta, who worked like the the second and third finger on your hand with Tony Podesta. They was working together. They gave Tony Podesta immunity. 
Okay? They gave him immunity. But then they lock up Manafort. And then you look, and they say, well, Ukraine has this Nazi past, and it's and then you look at their president, who's a former comedian. I, look, you can't make this up, family. He was a TV clown, just like Orange Man. And Ukraine is 1% of the population, but they just elected an Old Testament president who was a clown and a comedian. He's Old Testament. They only 1% of the population. And Ukraine is supposed to be a hotbed for anti-Semitism and Nazism going back to the Second World War and even beyond that. Let's go on here. Because remember, family, we were, they were talking, they said a letter follows a similar demand from 10 Democratic members of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Okay? But Barr has signaled he's likely to allow the DOJ to take prosecutorial actions making public disclosures, and even issue reports before the election. Such actions appear intended to benefit Trump, the Democrats wrote. House Judiciary Republicans suggested that Democrats are absolutely terrified of the Durham probe. Quote, they know Barr and Durham are cleaning up what the Obama-Biden DOJ left behind, and the results won't be pretty for them, unquote. They go on to say In closing On August 13th Barr said he expects Significant developments To come out of the investigation Before the election Days later Kevin Kleinsmith pleaded guilty To fabricating evidence Used to obtain surveillance warrants On Carter Page Remember now family Carter Page worked for the CIA Kleinsmith goes in and alters the fact that Carter Page was a CIA operative. So then they indict Carter Page, but that was out of order because he's working for the CIA. And he can't really say that because he'll blow his own cover. But they getting ready to, they was going to throw him to the wolves to get an orange man. They say, Klein Smith, who worked on both the Hillary Clinton email investigation and the Russian probe was part of Robert Mueller's team and interviewed George Papadopoulos, the guy that alters the information, making it possible to get the uh, FISA warrant. Okay, he now he on Mueller team trying to squeeze the orange. Okay, family. It's just, again, it's open criminality. That's what this is. And then this past week, as we said uh, last week, and then one of the family called in, I think that was L.A., and pointed out that I think there was 40. I could be short on that. People being subpoenaed. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. They don't know what this guy Durham got. They know he got enough to lock up some folks' asses for a long time. And I don't care what nobody tell you. 
Jail time is a powerful aphrodisiac. That's how they broke up the mafia. That's how they locked up a lot of black people. Okay? In many cases, they'll get them to say anything. That's what they try to do to Orange Man. Because the criminal justice system is so corrupt that any lie that the police tell will always be accepted over a poor black man. All right? They close by saying, the White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows suggested that Peter Stroke and other officials involved in the operation against Trump could be in trouble. This is why they're trying to seize the White House family. This is part of the overarching reason. Of course, we know the globalists, the world government people, the Davos crowd, the World Economic Forum. We know uh, they know they're in trouble. Okay? And that's why Nuke Getting Rich goes on Fox. And, and I too, again, we told you there's only three or four people that'll make any sense on Fox News. The rest of them are anti the orange. They want to squeeze them too. Okay? You know the ones that are, okay? Particularly the women. Because you'll note that in that environment, they tend to wear crosses around their neck, basically affirming their faith. The only cross you're going to see on, on CNN is a double cross. Family. Now, how does that happen? How does you invite the former speaker of the house on your program. And then when he brings up one of the major players in all of this insanity that's going on, you tell him we can't talk about that. How does that happen? Let's go here, family. This is from AmericanMind.org. It's entitled The Soros Cover-Up, and is written by Newt Getting Rich. Y'all call him Gingrich. We call him Getting Rich. Because we unloaded on that bastard back in the 90s. Okay? He is a political animal's political animal, and nothing more. They say in this article, it seems there's suddenly a movement in media to silence anyone who speaks out against George Soros. Specifically, him funding radical prosecutors seeking to change the criminal justice system by simply ignoring certain crimes. This happened to me this week on Fox's Outnumbered. This is getting risk talking. When I brought up George Soros' plan to get uh, pro-criminal anti-police prosecutors elected, two of the show's participants interrupted me and forcefully asserted that Soros was not involved. Harris Faulkner was stunned by the interruptions. The next day, she addressed the moment and condemned censorship. Immediately after the show, social media went crazy. People were alleging that any criticism of Soros' political involvement is automatically false, anti-Semitic, or both. 
You see how they throw Old Testament in there when it's to their advantage? When they need to neutralize somebody, they immediately come out with anti-Semitism. They'll let you know you basically are near the current. You're near the power source. So step lightly. They say Soros' plan to elect prosecutors has been well documented, and it has nothing to do with his ethnic background. They say there are plenty of examples of Soros' work in action. The Dallas County District Attorney, John Krizak, admitted his campaign was largely funded through Soros or his groups. Soros gave $333,000 to the Safety and Justice PAC in 2016 to support Kim Fox in Illinois. Soros spent $1.7 million to get the Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner elected in 2018. You can go to Missouri and a host of other places, family. All right? And it just so happens to be all of the places where Black Lives Matter and Antifa have been whooping people's ass and raising hell, burning up stuff because they know that they will not be prosecuted. Okay? They say, former Hugo Chavez advisor and current San Francisco district attorney, Chiso or Chesa Boudin, was also funded by Soros. Boudin has called prison an act of violence. Boudin is the foster child of Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn of the 1960s Weatherman Underground. Because as we said before, family, that's all this is today. It's a rebirth of the Weatherman Underground. Same thing. They say one of Soros's PACs spent $402,000 to support a failed San Diego County District Attorney uh, be it by Genevieve Jones Wright. Uh, here's another one, family. Be careful with some of these sisters that uh, got three names. Okay? That's one of them psychological operations that they use on many of the sisters back in the early 80s to give them some sense of being independent from their husbands, even though they had a husband. So when they got married, they, you know, in order to keep who they are, they didn't want to lose their own maiden names, so they put their names uh, along with their husband names. I'm not and, uh, – go ahead, Bear. No, and I was just getting ready to say, uh, they they did me like that at the Secretary of State. You know, I wasn't even thinking about that putting add you know my name and and my husband and then they was like well don't you want to add uh keep your name and add your husband name and I was like no but, that's right you know look how, many, look how many people that they they probably said that to and they did it oh they have they have okay but you see they are really cunning with how they do stuff mm-hmm. you see let me tell you some family. You can take this to the bank. I don't know nothing about your relationships, okay? And other than what I share with you, you don't know very much about mine. But I can tell you this. When you're really in love with your significant other, 
both of you lose yourselves within each other. You cease to have a separate identity, and you become identified with each other. You become one. That's what family is about. Go ahead, Beth. No, I said that's true. You're absolutely right. So that's why we we talk about better love on Truth to Power. Because ain't nothing wrong with you losing yourself in your mate. That's what real love is all about. That's what better love is all about. It's not one part of the relationship got more power or more this than the other part. It's about losing yourself into each other for a common goal, family, and enjoyment of life. With these people, they pushing some Game of Thrones type shit with all these various factions wanting to go to war with each other. But I'm going to tell you what all that stuff is really about. And all that, these, these women with these three names, all that stuff come out the world of academia. From the feminist movement to further divide family, which is male and female relationship. That's family. Family. We got to be careful with these people because they don't mean us no good. They go on to close out in this article by saying, in 2016, Soros-funded Super PAC donated $170,000 to benefit Raul Torres in his Bernalillo County District Attorney primary that he won by a two-to-one margin. Soros-backed George Mascone is challenging Los Angeles County District Attorney Jackie Lashley, who's been targeted and systematically harassed by Black Lives Matter. Rather than deal with something difficult or admit that they were wrong, activists of the radical left are trying to find some way to scream racist and then get the media to follow suit. That's how they do it, family. Okay? But that just lets you know the level of compromise that's going on. And again, more and more people are seeing it because they're running away from the Democratic Party like it's got played. All right? And their only attempt now is to get you to buy into fake polling, family, to, to buy the fake polling so can, they can attempt to steal the election, right, by saying the election was close all the time. Again, nothing could be further from the truth. This is all part of the plot to seize the White House. And cuties is just a part of the makeup. Because you tell me, look at Joe Biden's history just based on what we know. And you tell me if this dude don't have psychological problems. Putting his hand in women's picnic baskets. Now, what really okay. disturbs me is what really disturbs me is when I see him rubbing on them young children. A woman can handle herself, but not those young kids. You are not going to elevate or be elevated to the levels of top Democratic Party priority unless you engage in that. That's what I'm trying to lay out for people. Mm-hmm. 
That is the top of their party. And they're going to push it. That's why Obama pushed it. That's why Clinton came up with don't ask, don't tell. Mm -hmm. They have to do it. It ain't uniquely Democrat. You got some Republicans in it too. We already gone through all that, okay? I'm telling you that its current makeup today is damn near the entire Democratic Party, and I'd be damned if any of them can tell me that I don't care. Go get me a Democrat that's an elected official and have him to come on this radio station and say he don't know nothing about all the pedophile activity that's been going on and the uh, serial rape that's been going on inside the Democratic Party for decades. Bring him on here and have him or corner him somewhere and ask him, what do you know about this stuff? Ahead, maybe it might maybe it might be some local Democrats that might not know. I can't see that, Bear. Now, I would agree with you. Of course there's gonna be some Democratic politicians that don't know. But if you near that upper echelon Oh, you got it, yeah. You I don't care if you, if you if you statewide and you in the upper echelon, you know about it. Because if you are inhabiting these statewide political events, you're going to see some of it. Look, this dude, Gillum, just got caught in Florida earlier in the year, last, late last year, having sex after they portrayed him uh as if he was Goldilocks and his family was the three bad. Just nice, wholesome family, right? Now we find out that he's taking it in the ass from a transvestite. A, a one of them was a tranny, the other was a cowboy. They in there getting loaded up on crystal meth. They said he was the next, the closest thing to Obama. And I said, damn. They actually admitted that Obama was in the closet. Because then he come out last week, and, and now he wants to, in order to uh, salvage his political career, now he says he's bisexual. Look, I told you, family, if you got a man walking up to you telling you that it's a woman, it has psychological damage the likes of which probably can't be repaired. And, if a woman come up to you and tell you that, yeah. yes, they, tell you it's a man, go ahead, Bear. No, I no, I'm just agreeing it's the same thing. They both got problems. Same thing. Cause if you saw a a, a cat bark <laughs> Damn if you wouldn't run as fast as you can. Because <laughs> you know something is wrong. Okay? But they got to get you to buy this. That's why they pushing cuties. But they ain't just pushing cuties, family. Have you looked at it? No. I, I, I'm just, you know, some things I don't need to see. I saw, right, that, uh, you know, previews. I ain't even seen that. I know? refuse to look at it. Because I've been seeing too much of this stuff everywhere. Look, they've been having drag queens come and introduce Kim, 
come and entertain kindergartners and first graders in the school yeah. system. Yeah, reading books to them. Yeah. And the people in this country, for whatever the reason, don't seem to have a problem with it. Many, Most of them ain't doing anything. Now, I shouldn't say that because it's my contention. That's one of the prime motivating reasons why Hillary Clinton didn't get elected. Because all anybody got to go back and remember the storm of controversy when Barack Obama said it should be all right for men to go into little girl's bathroom. Okay. Let me show you how, how deep this goes. Bev, you remember when Alexa or its little sister counterpart was caught talking to the children in their rooms by their parents? Yeah. Watch this. Bev, do you remember when the, the white boy in Detroit that drove the cab uh went into a fit of hysteria and started shooting people because he was saying yep. his phone app told him to go and shoot people? Yeah. Try this one on for size. Popular children's app allegedly requests minors to take naked pictures. This is from Zero Heads. Here's what they say here, family. A shocking claim alleges that a popular smartphone app designed for children asked a five-year-old user to take naked pictures of themselves and siblings while in the bathroom and threatened to strangle the child if they didn't comply. County police said the child had several apps, Talking Angela, Talking Angela 2, Talking Tom 2, and Talking Ben 2 on their smartphone device. They go on to say, a patch report said that the tech company behind the app, Outfit 7, has denied the claims. One of the apps, Talking Tom, was in hot water in 2015 in the UK after the Advertising Standards Authority received complaints from two parents that their seven-year-old and three-year-old children saw porno ads on the app. One ad one ad read, wanna F blank, 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 wanna F? Besides apps, there's been a massive problem of hackers disrupting virtual classes for children with porn, guns, and threats all across the country. family. So now we have been warning the family about apps since they introduced them. Okay? And everything they want to to do in the near future having to do with compliance since the phone temporarily is going to play a major course in the transition. They want you to download an app because they ain't really it ain't really about the APP, right? It's about the ASS. Okay? 
You down with APP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> See, I'm going to show you how insidious this whole thing is. Because all of this fits within the grand scheme of the plot to see the White House. This is their agenda. And they fully expected this lesbian, Hillary Clinton, to get in that White House and all hell was going to break loose. And anybody that disagreed with her, this is her words. You must be sent to a re-education camp. She said that in campaign speeches. You need some re-education. Because ain't nothing wrong with a man having sex with a dog. Now, you may recall, Bear, under Obama, when he so-called relaxed or changed the don't ask, don't tell, ingrained in that legislation was uh, stuff making bestiality legal. Remember we talked about that some years ago in Obama? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I'm telling you, in this artificial world that they're trying to create tomorrow, it may not be out of the realm of a possibility that you might want to have sex with Deputy Dog or Crick Graw McGraw. Okay, this cartoon character, and you literally think that you having sex with a cartoon character, because your whole notion of reality is going to be absolutely invaded. That's the ultimate thing in a lot of this AI stuff, to basically radicalize normality. Did you hear me, family? They want to radicalize normality. Ain't no such thing as no normal. So they come out with phrases like the new normal, which changes based on what they want at the time. Okay? Let me show you how deep this gets. Netflix cuties is not the first attempt by Hollywood to normalize pedophilia. This is from Alt market.com. Here's what they say. After studying the agendas of the establishment elites for the past 14 years, you quickly begin to understand the reality of evil. Anyone who dismisses evil as nothing more than a, quote, social construct, unquote, is suffering from naivete or bias. They've been lucky to, uh, to have avoided a run-in with the resident psychopaths in their town or they have certain secret tendencies they don't want to reveal. I found that evil people quickly come to the defense of other evil people. It's as if they are an unspoken brotherhood. They go on to say, with psychopaths, it's not only about a complete lack of empathy and conscience. They take joy in the destruction and the exploitation of others. Sociopaths harm people in the process of getting what they want because they don't care. Psychopaths harm people because that's their goal. Anybody that watched Game of Thrones, Cersei Lannister, Cersei Lannister 
would be a an absolute perfect uh, example of a psychopath. Okay, she enjoy hurting people because that's her goal. They say they lust after control over others because they get a high from it. And their most sought-after drug is the violation of innocence. Epic liars, con men, rapists, murderers, and even pedophiles, habits and mannerisms all tend to be the same. They say most of them are good at what they do, okay, which is to be predatory or parasitic. It's the only thing that defines them. They have no creativity, and all of their ideas are stolen from others and recycled. If you are near a psychopath for an extended length of time, he or she will start to talk and act just like you. Because they seek to blend in. They say full-blown psychopaths or narcissistic sociopaths are rare. They represent 1% of the population. With narcissism, people with sociopathic tendencies representing about 5%. A stunning majority of violent crimes tends to be committed by psychopaths. They are by far the biggest threat to social stability and safety. Take a look at what you see roaming around in the streets out there, family. That's who they're talking about. These people are absolutely insane. They say to change humanity for the better, you couldn't do it without first removing psychopaths. This means removing them from positions of power and cultural influence. To accurately test for psychopathic traits, extensive psychological observation in a controlled environment is required. In other words, lock their ass up and study them from that perspective. They say psychological tests can be fooled, and brain scan tests are highly suspect. Because psychopaths have to be judged on their actions and behavior over time. They say once these people identify themselves, something has to be done. If they are allowed to continue, they will follow their path, which means terror and carnage for anyone they come in contact with. To protect themselves, psychopaths organize together. The more intelligent the intelligent ones group together with the upper echelons of society by infiltrating institutions of power. The lone psychopath is a Hollywood creation. Hollywood has proven itself over the years to be a haven for evil people in terms of the people that control the industry. The entire edifice was designed as a haven for subhuman tendencies. 
Hollywood is a vampire's trap, luring in talented people, draining them of all life, then spitting them out. This is particularly true of children. If the fast food industry had as many pedal charges as Hollywood, the mainstream media would be writing thousands of articles admonishing the burger barn molestation epidemic. When it comes to Hollywood, journalists rapidly defend people at the top and attack critics as conspiracy theorists. You want to say something, Bill? No, I ain't want to say nothing. I'm good. Okay, let me, let me keep going. They say, children are a delicacy to them. Only in recent years, pedophiles in Hollywood or pedophilia in Hollywood has been taken more seriously. Their own actions created the movement to root out organized child abuse. The psychopaths are driven by a desperate need to prove that the rest of society is as evil as dist- or as disturbed as they are if given the right push. Okay? That's like the police setting up a dummy sting operation where you normally wouldn't take this car that's sitting in the street with the with the uh, full tank of gas and the keys running and nobody in it just been sitting there for a half hour running. It's 20 below zero outside and it's cold as a witch's destination. So you get inside the car just to warm up and sitting right at the bus stop like it's a cab, right? And then when you get out, when you get in the car, the police come and arrest you for grand theft auto. Now, they go in there to say, I've watched portions of this film. And I can say without a doubt, this film is in fact child pornography. See, this goes along with what we dealt with last week, family, in terms of the mega group and their propensity to be behind a lot of this stuff, along with other more violent tendencies, okay, like World Trade Center bombing. They say, if you heard from the mainstream media, the reaction to this film was it was part of a right-wing conspiracy. I'm here to tell you, you were lied to. You don't have to be part of the Q cult to see the attempt to normalize pedophilia at the foundation of cuties. Arguments by social justice media expose where they really stand on the issue of evil, and they are all for it. The hard political left exposes its true nature, okay? such as the right-wing Salon uh, article published in defense of pedophilia written by a self-professed pedophile. Their argument that pedophiles should be treated with more empathy as long as pedophiles do not act on their impulses. Salon later took down the article, but other media argued that they should have left it published. They go on to say, you can wrap child porn in as many declarations of art as you like, but it's still child porn. Uh, The fact that it was directed by a woman from Western Africa is irrelevant. Anyone 
that would, exp- would expose 11-year-old girls to this kind of filmmaking is a psychopath. The cinematography methods and camera angles are what give it away. Cuties is defended by the media as being a Sundance award-winning film. They say, the co-founder of the Sundance Film Festival pleaded guilty to child sex abuse charges a year ago. The co-founder of the Sundance Film Festival pled guilty to child sex abuse charges a year ago. Cuties is not the first time Hollywood tried to normalize sexualization of children. Check the time frame here, family. Because, bad. didn't we point out that the plot to seize the White House was around 1932? Yeah, that's when they changed that money. The bankers came in, and that's when they took the money. Now, watch this. Our gold and silver. Yes, watch this, family. Cuties is not the first time Hollywood tried to normalize the sexualization of children. In 1932 and 33, producer Jack Hayes and director Charles Lamont released eight films dubbed Baby Burlesque that featured young actors, including Shirley Temple, acting out adult stories and scenes dressed in adult costumes. The formula for Baby Burlesque movies was to portray young actors in adult situations and then label it parody. This included Shirley Temple playing a hooker dressed in street clothing and discussing how much she cost. Temple's later films would portray a young child adopted by or spending the entire film with a rich benefactor. Parents do not make, in, do not make an appearance or are killed in some tragic way leaving the child alone and vulnerable. The dances and songs are semi-erotic. The relationship between children and adult benefactors are usually portrayed as an almost romantic interaction. Cuties is a modernized version of Baby Burlesque. Director Maamuna Decore continues to defend the film, calling it a feminist project, quote-unquote. The unhinged mentality and disturbed nature of the social justice movement lends itself to all kinds of disorders. The ability to rationalize any number of crimes in the name of diversity or equality or intersectionality off the charts. They say, I do find it interesting that the pedophile networks in Hollywood choose the most unstable moments in history as a springboard for introducing child sexualization into the public consciousness. They flooded the market with baby burlesque at the beginning of the Great Depression. Now they are pushing the envelope 
further during a pandemic, riots, and economic crisis. They see the widespread weakness in society, and they view it as an opportunity to change our moral boundaries. The elite want us to look at cuties and say, gee, this pedophile thing ain't as bad as it was made out to be. Maybe it's not wrong to be aroused by an 11-year-old child. If you are aroused by an 11-year-old child, you are psychologically defective and should be separated from society. They say the elitist establishment's obsession continues to expose the demons that they are. Remember Pretty Baby? I'm Pretty Baby. Pretty Baby was actually a song that went back to that era that was used with Brooke Shields, who they tried to make the pinup for child sexuality in these either late 70s or early 80s. Y'all remember Brooke Shields? Right? They yeah, put makeup on her? Mama. Yes, that's right. Okay? Uh, but they tried to make that little girl to be an adult. They put all kind of lipstick and all this. And then guess what, Bev? Toward the 80s, I started seeing little black girls running around here trying to be like Madonna because that was a mm. further sexualization of the children. Yeah. That's why we got to be careful about what we put in our head. They say here, remember Pretty Baby? Brooke Shields is a child prostitute. She then posed for Hugh Hefner nude at the age of 10 years old. And I remember that in the outrage of people. Okay? Turns out, this is why. Hefner was CIA Mossad, using the mansion as a blackmail operation. Every room was filmed just like the Epstein operation, family. And guess what? Hugh Hefner, you could catch him every weekend. I know, because I caught him every weekend on public television, Channel 11 here in Chicago, where he'd be sitting in the Playboy Mansion, and he'd have guests there. He'd be smoking his pipe, and the bunnies would be walking around with the little tails, and, you know, and it was just all just a loving experience. It was on public television. Let me read this again. Turns out Hugh Hefner was CIA slash Mossad using the mansion as a blackmail operation, and every room was filmed just like the Epstein operation. We've now seen a similar operation at Jeffrey Epstein's, funded by Robert Maxwell and Jelaine Maxwell, and coming out that Lex Wessner, the owner of Victoria's Secret, was the actual funder of his operation for Israeli military intelligence uh, unit 8200. By the way, Sister Bear, in that video mm-hmm. that you sent me, they also mentioned unit 8200. Mm-hmm. All things we already uncovered here. Yeah. They say Robert Maxwell was an Eastern European Russian Jew living in London who was MI6, Mossad, KGB, and likely 
tied to the CIA. And of course, you see what's going on with his daughter. Not just just Lane, but the ones that you don't see in the tech, uh, particularly the social media realm, you don't see them. And they've been there since social uh, since the internet was in its early unveiling to the public back in the early or oh excuse me I'm sorry from the middle nineties. Let me get a drink of water here. And I just want to tell the family that uh, at the top of the hour, we'll be going off the Internet, and we will be uh, on the telephone. You can hear the rest of the show. So we have about 24 minutes uh, before we go off the Internet. And the call-in wow. number is 323 and if you have a question or comment, uh, push the number one. Uh, if you have a question or comment for Dr. Robert X. Okay, Dr. X, we have 24 minutes. Wow, bad time. Sure flies when you're having fun. Right. This is unbelievable. That's right. <laughs> and I haven't even got to the stuff where we stopped off at last weekend. Because what, what I'm doing here is I'm drawing... Mm-hmm a connection between the people who are trying to see the the White House from a violent perspective, okay, and the fact mm-hmm. that there's little or any difference in the people that are pushing cuties, okay? It's it's all the same folks, it's the all same. the same stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay? So now when they allude, and this is also important, to the connections that it has with this so-called diversity and intersectionality and that the director of the film referred to it as a feminist project that takes us right here to Mrs.org, M-I-S-E-S.org. The gender feminist new left Marxist axis attacks all civil society. The gender feminist New left Marxist axis attacks all civil society. Again, this is from Mrs.org. Here's what they say here. Gender feminism, the new left, and Marxism, or FLM, feminism, left, Marxism, FLM, are often said to be politically aligned. Certainly, there's significant overlap. They say, a surreal dynamic has politicized society, and decent people now need to defend themselves against groundless accusations of racism, misogyny, and hate crimes to keep their jobs, reputations, and future. Where the dynamic, uh, where the dynamic originates gives them a fighting chance. The answer begins with defining FLM and describing their interconnection. Gender feminism became prominent in the 1970s and 80s. It's called gender feminism because this feminism explains the world by dividing men and women into antagonistic classes. This is what I was talking about earlier, family, with these names. That's just one example of many. And they've been doing whatever they can 
to divide specifically black men and black women. They've gone beyond the world of reality. Okay, way beyond it. All right. They say, uh, known as third wave feminism, its ideological successor is called fourth wave feminism. It It focuses on equity for women and minorities. Okay. The use of social media as a political weapon and on intersectionality. The New Left has a broad coalition of liberals, radicals, and unorthodox Marxists in the 1960s. The word new distanced it it from pure Marxism and the old left, which focused on labor. The New Left championed cultural causes such as feminism and gay rights. This is a Maoist approach to revolution. By upending the traditions and institutions upon which everything else rests. That's why the new left was sometimes called the counterculture. Social justice emerged in its wake. And of course, family, we've already gone back on who was behind the whole counterculture movement. It was basically being run by Old Testament, right? We went through the whole thing showing you that the counterculture really came out of a whole social nearing uh, apparatus by way of the Macy Foundation and cybernetics, okay? They say Marxism is the theory and practice of communism. It advocates class warfare as a path to a society in which there is no private property and goods are available based on need. Different schools of communism are united by some core beliefs. Two of them, capitalism is exploitation, and people are defined by their class affiliation. All three movements condemn capitalism and believe that people are their identity. Okay? Identity is now the word preferred over class. But it means basically the same thing. A class is a group of people who share a common characteristic that serves the purpose of whoever is doing the grouping. Okay? They say, FLM, all approach class for the purpose of forging ideology and political revolution. They They all use related class analysis in which a class is defined by its relationship to an institution. Marx used the relationship to ownership of production to divide people into capitalists and workers. Gender feminists like Catherine McKinnon, who called herself Marxist feminist, the word Marxist indicates the movement's embrace of anti-capitalism, class warfare, 
and the redistribution of wealth and power. The post means they stumbled over Marxist class theory of capitalists and workers. Gender feminists rebelled against this division because men and women were to be found in both categories. This made gender irrelevant to class analysis. While accepting other basics of Marxism, they use a different dividing line. Are you male or female? You, you see what they're doing here, family? And this has been going on since the 70s, okay? And a lot of us saw it and spoke out about it. Even though I was in my teens, I could see it because I'm listening to some of the elders, and they saw it. So we were on guard against this so-called feminist movement that you could see like the camel that stuck his nose in the tent. Before you know it, the damn camel's in the tent, and you got your ass sitting in the cold. That's what Old Testament was doing to hijack the civil rights movement. And of course, one of their first orders of business was to go get a black face to put on it. So they went got the black uh, uh, feminist writer. I forget her name. Are you talking about Angela Davis? Not talking about her. No, not Angela. No, this was a writer, uh, renowned at the time, black writer. But you had a number of them that they would bring on board after her. Okay? Many of them were lesbians. Mm -hmm. And see, family? This is the beginning of Oprah Winfrey as an icon. All right? This is when they begin to promote Oprah. Another one of them closeted ones, because they ain't totally at the, at the closet at this time. But they working on it by attacking the language. Okay? That's why you got them three names and all this stuff coming up at the same time. Now. And you know. And the uh, someone in the chat room said that so they was making it that it's not your husband or wife. You you say my partner. So they even changed it to partner. Yes. Yes. To basically have your identity separate from them. That's because these mm-hmm. people are love less. They don't have no love in their lives. That's why, again, if you notice, they seem to, particularly the lesbian women, they seem to have chips on their shoulders. Because as I said before, when they reach down there between their legs, they ain't got nothing to grab on. Now, if they got a bigger one that, than normal, well, then I can't comment on that. <laughs> okay? But you ain't going to go down there and grab no testicles. I don't care how much you want to. And you can act like, because I've seen it all my life, women jacking up, lesbian women jacking up on, on their pants in the middle of their seat, okay, <laughs> as if they they packing. Now, I know that ain't nothing abnormal for those of us in the hood. All of us have seen it. If we honest with ourselves. Now, they go on here to say, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they say FLM also uh, FLM also approaches class for the purpose of forging ideology and political revolution. 
they all use relational class analysis in which a class is defined by its relationship to an institution. Marx used the relationship to ownership of production to divide people into capitalists and workers. Gender feminist Catherine McKinnon called herself a post-Marxist feminist. The word Marxist indicated the movement's embrace of anti-capitalism, class warfare, and the redistribution of wealth and power. If you, if it sounds like you're hearing that coming from Black Lives Matter, considering, consider who founded Black Lives Matter, and there you got it. Now you understand it. This is what they're pushing, okay? I don't care how many mixed-up brothers get involved in this stuff, okay? Now, they say the post means they stumbled over Marxist theory of capitalists and workers. They say gender feminists rebelled against this division because men and women were to be found in both categories, blah, 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 blah. They go on to say Adrian Rich argued that women's class nemesis is the social, ideological, political system through which men control women. Today, this is called patriarchy or male capitalism. Thus, Feminist class analysis fused with Marxism, giving it an ideological twist as it did so. They say, and, and by the way, family, show you the, 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 the psychological damage that this thing has. Consider a lesbian who now fancies herself a man. If she thinks like a man, she will act like a man because that's what they tried to do. If she acts like a man and she thinks like a man, that means she therefore is going to treat a woman the same way a man would treat her. Now, is therefore uh, 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 is patriarchy the problem? Is patriarchy the problem? Or the social conditions allow for one group to be subservient to the other, the problem, regardless of sex. You see how they take everything and they twist it? Because mm -hmm. I know if you've been paying any attention, you hear these lesbians talking about mansplaining and toxic masculinity and all this stuff. Okay. That's what we're talking about here. Now, they say, uh, blah, blah, blah. They say, the new left, let me see, I don't want to miss anything. They say, okay, today it's called the patriarchy or male capitalism. Thus, feminist class analysis fused with Marxism, giving it an ideological twist as it did so. They say the new left deviated from Marxist class theory and spoke instead of the power elite or the military industrial state, that is, state capitalism, viewed as capitalism itself. The power elite consisted of military, business, and politics, or politicians who manipulated average people into compliance. This middle class might include workers, but they had been subsumed by the power elite. The true revolutionary class 
consisted of radical intellectuals who led marginalized groups such as minorities or gays into political battle. Thus, the new left fused with Marxism, but put its own spin on class theory. Gender feminism's successor relies heavily on intersectionality. That's a complex form of class analysis. It's the way in which a person's different identities interconnect to define that person's level of suppression. That's intersectionality. It's a way in which a person's different identities interconnect to define that person's level of oppression. A woman is said to be subjugated by men. A black woman is doubly subjugated by both men and whites and has a louder voice. A transgendered black woman, and so on. In calculating a person's total oppression, different aspects of her or his identities are added together. A black male gains points because of his race. A white feminist loses points because of her race. But the enemy remains the same. White male capitalism. As we said some time ago, family, the only reason you'll hear them mentioning black men is because they got to keep us asleep. Because once we scream, we ain't with it, they done. That's why, if you notice, Orange Man has a large percentage of black male support as opposed to black female. Okay? Now, because it's clear to many of us that that feminist movement is run by a bunch of lesbians looking for testicles and can't find none, at least at this point. Don't be surprised at some point in the future if they aren't genetically altered where they are, in fact, given testicles. Let's keep going. They say the left successor is social justice, which wants to redistribute wealth, opportunities, and privileges to enrich those viewed as oppressed. Raising the subjugated requires grinding down white male capitalists. In other words, uh, they telling men, don't worry, we'll fight your fight for you, okay? Using our femininity as a shield, because this is a woman, the lesser, despite the fact that it's a psychopath or a psychologically damaged woman that's still looking to grab in between her legs in the hopes that she finds a pair of testicles down there. They say one class must lose for, for the other to gain. The real goal is not equality, but equity. That's the term you hear him using all the time, family. A form of political, social, and economic egalitarianism enforced by law. That's why you see them talking about defund the police, family. The conclusions align well with Marxism. Their methodologies differ. 
when the accusation happens, it can threaten livelihoods, reputation, and people's future. If the claim is true, an apology is due. If not, it's important to understand the context from which an accuser proceeds. They proceed from class analysis. The exchange is not between two individuals, but two identities with irredeemably antagonistic interests. Reason and proof of innocence are not defenses. Being white, male, or part of some other privileged class, the accused is guilty to violence. The accused is guilty and an act of violence on two legs. Man. We have four minutes. And with that, Sister Bev, I'll start right there. We come back tomorrow, and we'll get into okay. more of this, because you'll see how what we talked about last last week, family, lines up with everything we put on the table tonight. All right. Give out your information, Dr. X. Yes, you can contact me at mccrayr9599 at yahoo.com. And by the way, I will be on 110th in Michigan this Sunday. Uh, I'll let you know what the title and everything is tomorrow, Sister Beth. Okay. All right. And uh, Dr. X, do have a GoFundMe page, uh, Robert McGray. Uh, You can send your donations there, too. Uh, Okay. Let's open up the line, 404-453. We hear you loud and clear. Uh, I can't hear him loud and clear, baby. Oh, you can't hear? It's jumbled. You sound like you sound like you were from out of space. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it now. Uh, see, man, this would be a good show. I'm gonna tell you what I see, man. Okay, this is one of your one of your. This how you roll. I see black people copping off white people and the white people copping off black people. You see what I'm saying? That makes I sense. Think, I, I think I've said that when you look at the history in terms of black people yeah. and white people, what you really have is black people imitating white people who are imitating black mm-hmm. people. Yeah, that's exactly what that's what's going on, man. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I figured you would get it, man. I see a lot of people they they they, they wouldn't be able to comprehend that. But I knew you Oh would. yeah. But look here. I'm gonna tell y'all I'm gonna tell y'all how they can't why they can't never travel orange, man. Okay? We already know he a time travel with that Ultra Plus, right? Mm-hmm. So that now, now bear with me now. This here I'm gonna be Columbro on y'all. Columbro. <laughs> All right. For instance. See, if I, uh, Go ahead, man. Some, if I did some criminal activity, say, back in the 60s or 70s, and I'm, I'm on the list on the film, okay, what would you, what would I do? i go back in time and erase my name off the damn list and fucking uh, 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 delete the film. Yep. See? That's how you, that's why they can't catch him. But see, he got one thing. It was a classic record that you can't, we can't erase that, so. That's uh, right. 
Till then, he good. That's how he's, hey, I, I do the same thing if I was him, Brett. Okay? And if I had yeah. that ability, I, I'd walk right into the damn Federal Reserve and get me a good stack or do something with them numbers. But it's all fun to be alive, man. But, uh, oh, yeah, did you see, uh, uh, was you in the traffic today when, uh, uh, Redhead cowboy was riding down the street in the, in the horse. Did you see that? No, no, I I haven't seen anything, brother. Way. Yeah, it was a brother that was riding down. Uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, ninety fourth highway. What y'all call that? The uh, Dan Ryan brother riding down. Yeah. Uh, Dan Ryan on the horse, man. That was a real uh, Lone Ranger, Bass Reed. <laughs> Unbelievable. I sit to y'all, man. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> he on the expressway on a horse. On a horse, bro. On a horse. Well, you I know what? It wouldn't have, let me tell you something, Brother West. It wouldn't yeah. have took but two or three of these young brothers from the hood to be on that expressway around that horse, and you'd have Alpo everywhere. <laughs> yes, sir. But, but. They say he supposed to be some kind of activist, man. So he went Facebook. He had a motorcycle escort. Some of his boys were with it, man. It was right. He, I sent it to you, man. It's about a twenty-minute video, man. It's amazing to be alive to see this. Okay, stuff, you man. know what? See, Wes. Yes, let me. Yes. I, I need to let you know this. When you send that stuff to me yeah. on my phone, I don't have the internet. Yeah. I got a dumb phone. So that's well, why I can't comment on a lot of things you send because they're on my phone. See, they done jacked up my email where I can't send none that. So what I do, I send it to Sister Bev, and she'll send it to you. Okay, okay. I'll start uh, sending it to her. Okay. They done did a psychological uh, uh, thing on my emails, man. One day I tell y'all how they trying to set me up, man. Take them boo-boo to the cloud. Okay. It's Welcome funny, to the club. Yeah, yeah, they done set me up, man. Yeah, I don't talk about that, but it's funny as hell. They thought I was going to go for it, but, uh, oh, yeah, you know, uh, that day that Ruth Gator Ginsburg uh, kicked the bucket, that was a high holy day. That was mm-hmm. they call that was the day for us. It was Rosh Hashanah. No, nah, yeah, they, it was Rosh Hashanah. Listen, listen, they fake the name, but they know Rosh Hashanah. Is the real thing is a uh, young uh, Tetra. Young Kippur. <laughs> No, bro. That's 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 for them or that young. See, they flip the, the fake uh, food, flip the name of that stuff, man. The confused. Go ahead, brother. They, they think they the chosen one. It's it's called uh 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 that that holiday was uh uh to let you know that young Kippur is coming up. It's called Yatichiran. It's the blowing of the horn. All right, when we it's a feast day, and when the harvest come in, okay. But the yes. day of atonement. It's coming up ten days to let us know the day of atonement. See, they flipped it. Mm-hmm. They flipped all, all all the real true stuff to uh, uh to make it that these, they they the chosen one, man. So I'm figuring out their game, bro. That's what I do. So uh, and plus uh, it's supposed to be forty five days before the election. Check the number forty five now. They're back on the nine again. There it is. She she, she kicked the bucket forty five days before. Uh, election and you right, man. If you came out with that list, bro, man, we're time traveling again. He, he time is just right. Unless you believe in coincidences again. Nah, bro, ain't no coincidence. And another thing is on that video that you were talking about, they also said 
orange man I'm trying to set it up for Jared Kushner and his daughter to be a dynasty like the Bushes. You saw that in the video? Yeah, too? I ain't mm-hmm. I ain't buying that. I ain't buying that. I don't care who tried to put it out here. Yeah, that's yeah, so what I'm saying, bro. I, you just like me. And for my man, uh, L.A., he, now, I, I ain't stupid enough to say that stuff. Uh, uh, since I don't know it, that don't mean it's not true. I don't never do right. that. But that that list he's talking about, man, I've been looking everywhere, and uh, it's unattainable for me right now. But uh, hey, because you know damn well. Because the media ain't going the media outside of a, a outlet like the Washington Examiner or the Washington Times, which are second tier mainstream media, because they tend to gravitate to a Republican point of view. The rest of the media act like it didn't happen. But look at the behavior. That tells right. you that something else is cooking here. Because all of a sudden, right after they announced that list, now they're talking about impeaching Orange Man. Well, like I said, only person I ever heard say about a list of a man are L.A. But I'm looking at it this way. Now, you know our people, black people, right? So yep. you know damn well if anybody black was on that list, one of them Negroes would have been told and the word would have got out, man. I'm going on just how black people analogy. Okay? So that right mm-hmm. there makes me suspect. You see what I'm saying? You see my analogy, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I saw uh, it in uh, two uh, different places, Wes. Okay. And nobody, yeah, nobody uh, has denied it at all. When When it comes out in the Washington Times, and they don't deny it, yeah. oh, you can run with it. They just ain't going to cover it, which is like well, really denying it. Well, I looked up the Washington Times, man. From what I, it didn't ever come up where I could see it. But anyway, I ain't going to say it don't exist because I'm not that naive and stupid like a lot of these Negroes. Uh, no, before, so before L.A. sent me that article, I had another article that alluded to the same thing. Okay, all right. I rode with you, my brother. Yeah, last week. That's what I like, man. That's why I rode with y'all, man. And, and, and please, Bev, have something on Saturday night. Please, man. If I get, uh, get find KW uh, or something. <laughs> yeah, because I can't, I can't deal with this WBON, man. I can't do it. I but know I the feeling, Wes. But anyway, I don't want to take up hey, too much time. I know some more family want to talk. Here's an article, huh? Brother West. Here's an article from Zero Head. Here's an article okay. from Zero Head that we used last week. Subpoenas right. authorized for Comey, Brennan, Clapper, Halper, and other Spygate figures. That's from Zero okay. Head last week. I hear you, my brother. But anyway, you okay. send it to me, or either I take your word for it, man. I appreciate it, my man. I don't want to take up too much time. I'll be back Thank tomorrow you, for the second next next episode. I love okay. y'all. Stay strong. Stay black. Okay. Yes, sir. Love. Oh, oh, one Better more thing. Love, one more thing. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh-huh. one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, that list you were talking about, you that 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 author you were trying to talk about, you were trying to talk about Maya Angelou, wasn't it? No, that wasn't Maya Angelou. Was it? Uh, it was somebody else. I uh, was it Sonya uh, Sanchez. No, no, it wasn't Sonia Sanchez, although she was in the mix too. Yeah, and it's I can't. Uh, huh? 
when we did that piece about three or four years ago on feminism, I had yeah. her name it's in that particular program. Okay. Well, anyways, to be continued, okay. y'all. I love to be alive to see all this stuff, man. It's better. You can't, you can't make this up, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> Not at all, yeah, brother. I don't, why, I don't know why our people can't see that this ain't our fight, man. Just sit back, relax, stay, get you something at the house or whatever you need to watch the show. You know what I'm talking about? Pretty well, much. Peace and Thank you, Wes. Better love, right, brother love. West Hotel. Better love. Better love with some okay. bread. On some bread. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go to 706202. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, she was the black feminist at the time that was that was male bashing and doing all of that other. And, yep. and her role was basically was to recruit other black authors, other black women in academia. Right. Go ahead, my brother. Yeah, because yeah, Shazara Lee, when she was talking about, you know, black men, yep. she was doing her thing, too. So, yeah, I mean, they, they drifted him over. And, you know, the thing about this Supreme Court justice that just died, she was real important in getting the identity of, of the female energy into law. And at yes. that time when we, they had the wreck, but she was the part of her being able to get them to define women and not just race. And she was right. instrumental in getting a lot of the laws changed. But, you know, it was kind of funny, you know, that, that she got to the Supreme Court, but her parents were uh, Russian Jews, immigrated here. I, she was first-born American, you know. And ain't that interesting. Court. <laughs> yeah, that normally would never court. happen. Right. You know, but this is the way they, they by design, is what they do to control the mind. And so That's right. the thing that 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 what you were talking about with this thing about the these these rings that are going on and the children that they're doing with the tunnels that they have under LA and they got under New York and you were talking mm-hmm. about a massive earthquake when they blow those tunnels guess what's going to happen uh oh yeah you're going to have massive you're going to have massive earthquake Right, because the, the, this this whole system is going to crumble, and what they got to do is get rid of the evidence. Yeah, as much as possible, they gonna have to try to get rid of the evidence, and what they they're bringing out too much. And when it when mainstream media goes to go down there and investigate, they gonna have to to get rid of it. You know, that's just like blowing up the subways going under Wacker Drive over down to Mich- through Michigan Avenue. If they right. blow them up, it's going to flood the city and cause a major, you know. So this right. is what we're looking at. But the other thing that they're doing with the fires, because what they, they did with it, and I think somebody was saying too, a lot of the trees that the firefighters were fighting were burning from the inside out. Mm-hmm. They were they mm-hmm. laying them, but but they were also causing, they were having tremors that was because of the faults and the, the volcanoes are still in that area. And they're getting mm-hmm. major, they're having major tremors, you know, one point, two points, 
because you said there was a five point there in California. But there's yeah, right next major, to it. Right, but there's going to be a major earthquake, the same that that hit San Francisco that to- demolished it, and and mm-hmm. that one that came in the '90s that that did L.A. that dropped a few freeways down on people. So right. this is their punishment that's coming to them, you know, for what it is that they're doing. And what we're getting ready to see now is a real battle to throw the next Supreme Court justice in there. But Trump had already put, you know, 250-something federal judges on the bench that ain't even right. 40 years old yet. And this is right. what we are looking at because these are going to change all the laws because, like you were saying, the three branches of government, judiciary will set the law into place. That's right. And so they're 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 orchestrating their plan. But you remember in 2015, Jade Helm, what they did in the Southwest, yes. and they had all those. That's the practice session that they're doing now in, in putting this in place because what they want to do is put in this world order. And especially with Denver, Colorado being the new uh, – the seat of government in case of, you know – major uprising that's why they 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 showed you and i forget the movie that ice cube played in he was a a secret agent and they ran the train from washington trying to get it to denver they got that all set up it's already running because i i remember camping out at, at cheyenne mountain across from fort fort uh what is it? Cheyenne Mountain is where the the big military base is. I'm trying to think of the name of that military base across the street from it. But anyway, all the trains and everything that they have is all in that mountain. It's underground. It's an underground city. And what they've done is they set up these places so when they get ready to do what they're going to do with the rest of the extermination, they're going to have major uh underground fortresses that they will be in. So Yeah, they call them dumbs. What they're preparing to do. Yes, they call them dumbs. Yeah. Dumb underground Uh military bases. Dumb. Right, right. And that's what they're doing because, you know, Cheyenne Mountain is one. Oh, and then you have to look at Tennessee. Oak Ridge, Tennessee is where they put together well, it's owned by the Department of of uh Ener- Energy Department of Defense now. No, Energy. Because that's where yeah. they put together the H bomb. Part of the H bomb right. was put together there in, in uh Oak Ridge, Tennessee, which they put it to the department uh because that's where the human genome project is right now. This is where they're mm-hmm. cloning and making up the animals and doing what the, the genetic model, the gene pooling and creating in their, their underground laboratories. Yes. So I hope- anyway, I'll be, I'm, I'll be up in Chicago uh, the weekend, this weekend. I'm coming up and see my mom and then I got, I got to go to a wedding over in Hammond. So I'll be in Chicago, and you were saying something on on 111, but I'm going like, no, I don't, I don't go back in the city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
It's still a war zone, brother. But you know, once you've been at war, you don't ever forget how to, you know, conduct yourself (laughs) in what they call the theater. (laughs) Right. But see, this this is why this is why I I formed and and started saying I created what needs to be done is the Overground Railroad. Harriet Tubman had the Underground Railroad. And so mm-hmm. they snuck us out of the, out of the plantation. I'm go I go over these 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 places because I've learned not to go in them because yeah I know how to combat and you know I know how to deal with those streets but you got a whole new generation in there that's a lot different <laughs> from what I came. Man, I know it. Yeah, see I came. No doubt about it, my brother. Blackstone Rangers and disciples, you know, and I could deal with that. I even, you know, could have dealt with the next generation that came after that one, but but these now, mm-mm, they ain't got no fear. It's another world, man. It's another world. It's like all the consciousness is gone. Right. But that's part of what, you know, this 5G is implementing its good of the subliminal mind control. They're programming, and you look at something, These this generation that you did, Sitting up playing uh, Grand Theft Auto and and killing games, and then they come outside as teenagers and grow up, and and that's all they see. They, they just take the game that they was playing as children, and now they just put it into reality. Yeah, no wow. doubt. All right, Bev. Take care. Okay. Like like Wes was saying, well, we need Sad to show because. We get old, we sitting around at the house and we're like, man, I'm sitting in the house on Saturday okay. night trying to figure out something to do. <laughs> oh, you're not out partying, huh? Okay. No. Nah, I'll put something them. together. All right, dear. Thank us. Okay. Thank you. Thank us. Thank you. Better Excellent love. comments, Brother Kwame. Better love. Hotel. Hotel. Okay. Three four seven eight oh five. Three four seven. Peace, y'all. What's good? Can y'all hear me? Cut. Yes. Better love. Okay, cut. Better love to the family. Better love. Peace, Bev. Um, peace, peace. I wanted to say, man, yo, this this whole election thing is funny, man. I went back to words game. I saw the the brother who I used to talk politics with, and. Oh man, it was hard to listen to him, man. Like, boy, you still watch the news, don't you? All right, man, you, know, you let it go. You know. But as you know, they turned um, New York into an anarchy city today. Um, mm-hmm. Trump's attempt to cut the federal funding, and um, and um, in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, they put a huge sign in the middle of the street that said, um, "F." The whole they spelled it out. De Blasio and Cuomo, or Cuomo and De Blasio. Um, I saw so that. It, it looks like the Black Lives Matter sign, but you can tell it's amateur, you know. But either right. way, uh, that shows you the sentiments people really have here about the, the what's going on. And um, mind you, this is the liberal capital. I mean, you know, right. it, it's. It shows you exactly uh, the lack of policing we did over here because that had to take some time. 
when you look at the size yeah. of that sign, like, damn, man, y'all got to put that whole thing in the middle of the street before they could get there. So, yeah, uh, I saw the movie um, Cuties. Um, I watched it with my wife. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that the movie, if you take, if you take out the images, it was a good movie, right? But when you put the mm-hmm. images in there, whoever directed it, um, they made it, a, they was hitting angles and things on these little girls that was very sexual. Uh, if, I was, yeah. if I was filming adult women, um, not nude, but just, you know, in a sexual way, you know, right. I'm going to catch this angle, I'm going to catch that angle. And here they are catching these angles on these little girls. So the the movie itself, it was about these little girls who innocently watching social media and pop culture start em- emulating the stuff they're seeing without really understanding it, the, you know, ramifications of it, like what happens in real life. However, right. The way they filmed it, if you could have did that whole movie without filming it that way and made a very good made-for-TV um, after-school 13 movie, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. You took that, you took those images and took this movie, which was for young girls, because I could see, like, a little girl relating to this, but the way they filmed it, you made it for pedophiles. When you could have just filmed it like a normal movie. Show the little girl is something that she shouldn't wear. You don't got to focus on her butt and her little breast. It was like, what are y'all doing, you know? So, yeah, that the way they filmed it was um, terrible, man. But it wasn't how so many times? Good. How many times did you and your wife turn around and look at each other? Man, we probably looked at each other more than the movie. Like, <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> like, this is nasty. Like, and, and then certain, certain angles they were catching... You know, I felt like a little kid again. Like, I used to go to the movies, and when the nudie scene comes on, you cover your eyes. Like, I felt like Absolutely. that. Like, I don't, don't want to see this. So, yeah, it was... Make um, a grown man blush. It's not blush, but I was... Where's y'all parents at? But I see where they, they kicked the parents off the set and everything for that movie. Um, But, but yeah, that was um totally disgusting, brother. But... Well, that, you know what, Tut? See, that's mm-hmm. why they have to make sure that parents are out of the room when they're educating the children. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So if you watch all of the um, stuff made for children, like little television shows on Nickelodeon and Disney and all that, if you watch the show, hardly any of them, do they have parents telling the kids what to do? Kids are somehow right. raising themselves or they're raised by their older brother. It's always someone so they're real free and they can do what they want to do and make adult decisions. And then your kids turn around and think they can do the same thing. And it's like, no, you know, but they're trying to program them. Um, the last thing I want to say is uh, I saw the um, your, your, your Chicago neighbor, Kanye West, um, he went off. And um, he started printing out, posting images of his contracts. And I said, wow, you know, like, he's really pissed. He says, um, 
that the uh, entertainers and the uh, the athletes are treated like slaves, and he wants um, to own his master copies of his work and this, that, and the other. So um, to throw it at Universal and everybody, he releases his contract, which, are, which is going to get him in trouble. Um, mm-hmm. So I've had most of this contract, and I must say, Man, the, the brother got the best record contract I ever seen in my life, man. I, wow! I, I almost, I almost fell on the floor. Like, what the hell is he arguing about? Like, um, they before he even dropped the album, they gave him. I mean, he was unheard of. Two point eight million dollars in a non-exclusive um, advance that he didn't have to pay up, pay back at all. Two point eight million. Wow! For signing. And then um, he dropped the album. Before the album, you know, they gave him a budget of 600000 on top of that to make the album. And, he, of course, the 600000 you got to pay back. But either way, him following the contract, the next record, he got like $3 million something up front. The next album, another $3 million something up front. And this upfront money, he didn't have to pay back. This was upfront money just like this. And, um, wow. Then he renegotiates the contract and gets another contract where he's not happy with the terms of the first one. So he sold all the records he was supposed to. So when it came to renegotiate, he he got 50% of his royalties plus 50% of the profits that the record company makes off of him. I'm like, dude, like, you got them putting up all the money to make you a star and you get 50% of the money. What are you complaining about? You know, like, um, so, you know, usually they hold... Who's he under contract to, Chuck? He's under contract to um, Rockefeller Records, which is Jay-Z. So Jay-Z and Dane Dash, they gave him his first contract, first deal, money up front, $2.8 million. He should never talk bad about Jay-Z. I mean, he he looks you out, bro. You with the puppy, you'll be starving right now. Like, he gave you your money. You know, and then but you know that dude game. was legendary. You know he was legendary here in Chicago, even as a young boy. <laughs> Who Kanye? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I always heard of him, his production and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a genius, but I, when you look at the contract, man, they gave him a genius contract. Like they gave him a con. Mm-hmm. His contract is better than Madonna's, Taylor Swift's. Princes, Michael Jackson, Jay <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like, bro, they they're gonna hold your masters because they gave you all that money. Like they're gonna right. make as much money off of it as they can, but they only could hold it for twenty years. And then with the new contract, they only could hold it for six years. Like you get to own it in six years, bro. What are you complaining about? You got people that if I was him. I take out me at, at least three full extra life insurance policies. <laughs> sure, man. You know his wife already got that, man. She put out so many life insurance policies on that brother. Man, he probably scared to sleep in the house with her, man. But um, I'll mute my line, man. Thank y'all. Thank you. Excellent comments. Thank you. Better love. Hotel. Hotel. Okay, we're going to go to 773-447. How y'all doing? Great. Hotel, brother Mike. Hotel, hotel. Yes, sir. I was con- I was confused by the last brother who said that 
the movie was good except for the images. A movie is nothing but images. So I'm confused, really. And I think he needs to rethink that because the, that, that cutie, the, the psychological profile that they pushing with that is anything but good but the images. When you're talking about movies, the images all that matters. But you know what? I was listening to you, Robert, and the main theme that I get out of what you're saying is something that our people pay very little attention to, and in most cases I say they have outright contempt for, and that's history. That's something that we have seen, at least in my lifetime, we have taken a look at history, and we've told history to go to hell. And history's told us to go to hell, and I think history is in a better position to determine who goes to hell or not. No question about it. Well, it's that old saying, Mike. Those who fail to understand the lessons of history, what happened to them? Oh, they repeat it. Absolutely. Yeah, but for some reason or another, our people just, I don't understand. It just don't get through to them, man. As long as we've been in this country, there are things that you would think that would we would be pat on by now. But we still have a lot of confusion about how we should feel about certain people and certain things that we shouldn't have any problems discussing or feeling. We shouldn't be talking about Democrats and Republicans at this point in history. We shouldn't give a damn about yep. one of them, period. Yep. I mean, it, it should be, as far as I'm concerned, we need X, Y, Z. Can you supply? Okay, well, if you can't, we ain't got time for you. And if neither one of them can supply, we can stay our ass at home because we're going to get the same thing, regardless of who's there. They're going to still pick up your that garbage. Right? Still send a police right. letter, murder your ass. So what are you really getting out of the vote? Because the people that you elect, they tell you, like this Negro told us last weekend in Chicago about this, this uh, uh, iron plant, the EPA said it was all right to poison your ass. So that's it. What else y'all want? Yeah. So that's why, I man, we said that. That's why, Brother Mike, we said there has to be a whole new dynamic when we're talking about having uh, people that represent us. And they don't necessarily have to be a part of nobody's political party. On the contrary, uh, if they were really representing us and they understood the body politic, they would immunize themselves against it. Well, I tell We you can what, all Rob, see our- right now that it's toxic, man. Yeah, yeah, and our people have, uh, many of them anyway, have been, I mean, they like uh, uh, junkies on heroin or cocaine or something with this, man. It's like, I I just, I'm baffled, so I just decided that I'm just not even going to give it any thought anymore. Um, I'm just going to watch and and, and see which way they go, but as far as trying to get into their heads and, you know, I've just determined that... uh, you know, some of us just got to go, and maybe more than less. And scripture says I think that, more than less. Yeah, I think that what you're going to see happening with us is that the numbers of black people that turn out at the so-called polls are going to be comparable to the numbers that they've always been. There may be a slight uptick with young people, but it ain't going to be measurable. Okay? I think yeah. pretty much what you're going to see is the status quo. I do too. 
And one thing, one last thing in closing, you had one caller who said he was coming to Chicago, but this new generation is something that is beyond something that he can deal with. Uh, what he has to remember is that when you point your finger at them, you got three pointing at yourself because they only got what you left them. You left them nothing, so they dealing with the nothing that you left them. So it really started. See, I would with agree you. with. Hmm? I would agree with you to a point, but sometimes they're brothers. You one of them that's been out here working to change stuff for a long period of time. But we ain't just got an uphill battle. We got an uphill battle with the heel acting like an escalator going down. So we're trying to climb up this hill, and the escalator is going down. So he's, I can tell you just from talking with that brother over the years, that he's just like us. Okay? People will say that we ain't done nothing but talk. Where the first move to change anything is going to begin with identifying it. That's called conversation, talking. Yeah, well, okay. the, uh, the income is a, is a necessary evil, no question. But I'm just basically talking about us in general as a people. Every generation has done nothing for the previous generation in terms of putting something in place for them to build something. I mean, our parents left us nothing. Yeah, Their but there always were people. Nothing. Yeah, I agree. But there were always people who were trying to do things, but again, it's like climbing uphill on the escalator going down. Look what you got to fight. Have... Look what we had to go through, man. <laughs> and all we and were trying to do was put a credit union in place. <laughs> right. and, we and, had the top know, Negro in Chicago come to tell us, Mike, you know better than anybody, that he was stopping nothing to make sure that we didn't succeed. Right. Of course. I mean, th- those issues have been here. They were here before we got here. They will probably be here yeah. after we leave here. But we have to understand that the most important thing that I think that we can do to start dealing with that is to teach our children something that we clearly just appears to me that we absolutely refuse to do. So as long as yeah, we got a lot of problems, man. Yeah, as long as these white we got a lot of problems. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. We can we can all we can trade we can go back. And all of them start with learning, being taught. Yep. So yep. if we are not willing to go into that arena and shape and mold the kind of people that we need to ensure our future on this planet, then I don't think there's anything that says black people have to be on earth for it to revolve. Yeah, I think that, again, the levels of, of – focused on black people, there ain't another group of people in this country, none, that's been focused on by all the other groups. I don't give a damn if they're Asian, Latins, all of them have focused on us. Well, no question, Rob, because Mm -hmm. they know this, something that most of us don't know. They know that if we are left alone and we're not tampered with, that if you do that, when you come back, we may be on Mars or we may be waiting there to destroy your ass so they can afford to leave <laughs> us alone. 
And that should be the opposite move. Integration was the trick that was played on us by them. Yep. I don't think it was so much us as it was them because they say we have to keep them close so that we can keep an eye on them and measure their progress or stunt their progress. But if we throw them off in a corner somewhere by themselves, can we come back? They'll have something. They'll be on their way to Mars with. So, no, they could <laughs> I think that what 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 they are here for is to we are creators anyway, like you just said, and so we should. They're teaching us that we need to be able to know how to create in spite of them being here. So whatever that they throw at us is not us just being left alone. We are supposed to be able to create even with the negativity. We have to know how to balance it. That's how battery operates. And until I we agree. get that, we we got to create in spite of. That's yep. our greatness. Well, well that's, that's going to be quite difficult. Uh, no, it's not. We could, it's not difficult. If we continue to, if we send our babies to them every day, we can't get that accomplished. There's no way. Well, to do like the, do like the Jews do. The Jews send their kids to them every day, but when they come home, well, they have their own school that they teach we're not them. Jews. So they re, well, those, we're not, I'm we're not Jews. We, I'm and telling the that, Jews the that, that model, Jews, we can use that model. Well, I know they're not their, Jews. Their model you know doesn't work for about. us. Their model well, doesn't how come work it don't? for us. Whatever that what, I'm done? talking about, we teach our children whatever we gonna teach them. We teach them, and when you send, if you gotta send them to their schools, you don't have to, but <coughs> it's up to you to put it to them, teach them when they come home. And this is Beverly, a perfect time. How for many that now people do you? Because we have how to. How many people? Uh, we home. I I, I don't care people, about how many. How many people do mm-hmm. you know in our community? who are equipped to teach their children when they get home? On a scale of one you, to you, maybe you, one? You, you teach them what you know, what your knowledge. You ain't got to teach them what that, their that's, way of teaching them. That's, that's my it's point. just you talking Most to your children. No you give well, the ones who do have it. We ain't got nothing to do with the ones who don't have it. We focus on the ones oh, yes, who do have it. Oh, yes, we do because it. we have to carry their weight as well. If they can't carry no, it, then we have you to carry it. You carry it if you want to. No, no. Well, they're, no, they're, they're part of the group, so there is no escape, sister. I look at it like this. The, the mantra in the stepper's world, time to go to work. That's right. Well, it's don't time to go to work. Don't worry with your yeah, neighbor. But, but do you what know you what do in your house. I agree yeah. that it's time to go to work, but we need to know what kind of work to do. Because people do a whole lot of stuff they call, they have that mark, they call that doing work. And we know what that's worth. That's worth nothing. So, yeah, well. But what kind of work do we do? We need to lay that out. See? Mike, there are, there are enough people in the black community with the skills to teach mm-hmm. the children. Okay. Now, now, I, but who do we work nah, I'm, for every I'm, day? I'm who with you. Who? Day, 
Who do we work huh? hard for every day? Who do we work hard for every day? We work hard for We work hard for everybody but ourselves every day. If we work as hard yeah, for yeah. ourselves as we work for Caucasians, we wouldn't have very we'd have very few problems. I mean, everybody yeah, don't work for Caucasians. Everybody don't work for, for Caucasians. You got people that a lot of people that sell. Everybody don't work for Caucasian. You got a lot of people that self-employed. Well, I know that, Beverly. I know that. But I bet you the number of people that don't is a percentile. It's a very it's small enough. percentage. Very it's small. If white it folks might. didn't have black See, folks, you... most of us would starve to death. No, what, but here's what you're doing, Mike. You, you're looking at the numbers. Okay, and nobody's mm-hmm. arguing that numbers aren't important. They are, but sometimes the numbers don't matter. It's how dedicated you are, how committed you are right. to achieving okay. what it is you want to achieve. So it ain't always the numbers. A lot okay, of times you're going to, a lot of times you're going to create situations where the numbers are irrelevant. If it means that. Take a high school classroom or a grammar school classroom. They used to a certain number of children in them classroom, and they ain't learning shit. You got thirty children, thirty five children in classroom, and thirty two of them ain't, didn't get the lesson. You right. know why? Because the level of dedication ain't there. Well, you can take another alternative school with a hundred children in it. Okay, but you got a level of dedication there. Where all hundred of them children is learning, I think in one, what's missing in, in is in one classroom, Rob. Yeah, in one classroom, that yeah. may be so, but but they would have to be. I'd say they'd have to be a a a college level. I wouldn't say a grammar school level. No, uh, that's not true. That's not in true. Class because hundred students in it. No, 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 said, no, no. That's not true. Because I sent my child, my grandchildren to uh, uh, African Center School. It was a whole. Did it have hundred students in the class? Yeah. Did it have hundred? They had to meditate. They had what? Did they have hundred? You're looking at the numbers again. You're looking at the numbers. Oh, it was about thirty. It was it was about thirty some children okay, in there. Okay, the big difference between thirty and hundred, about seventy. Yeah, but I only use that as an example, Mike. The point is, the point is, the reason reason that many of us learned in spite of the system that we went to school in was because we had grandmama, granddaddy, uh, and your mom and daddy on that ass. It, It was required. That's what I mean about the level of commitment. The level of commitment extended beyond the schoolroom doors. And when you came home, you had to do your lesson before you did any damn thing. Anything. Well, I'm going to close with this, Rob. What you de- just described did not describe mm-hmm. my household. Didn't describe my household. Uh, I learned absolutely nothing in school. When I graduated from grammar school, the only thing on my diploma that I could read was my name. Mm-hmm. Everything else that I learned after that, I taught myself. I didn't go to high school. Yes. So that, but, but that's not for that everybody. scenario didn't fit me. Pardon me? That, but yeah, 
but that's what I'm saying. You want to group everybody under, and everybody had different experience. Okay. Yeah, because cause in my house, we were so poor, uh, it was just that. When you spell poor, it was P-O. It wasn't enough room yeah. for the O and R. I mean, we okay. was poor than poor. But I can guarantee okay. you, my mom's had a sixth grade education. But every day, it was, well, your lesson. You got homework? Right. Sixth yeah. grade well, education. Okay? Okay. Well, and if you, you, ain't, know what, if you had homework, had that you had... Uh, we uh-huh. had that discussion about uh, our parents and their level of education. You know, we've had that call it saying that they had a sixth grade. Did they really have a sixth grade education? They could build. No, a it was even less than that. And take care of you. So, did they have a sixth grade education, or was that just was, some number that was attached to them? No, no. When I say sixth grade education, I'm talking about the fundamentals of mathematics and things like that. That. Your moms couldn't help you with because she wasn't, uh, or your daddy couldn't help you with because they were sharecroppers that came out the South, which was a large percentage of people here in Chicago, particularly those who were put in public housing. That's where they came from. There was no formal education. They had no formal education. Okay? So you had to pick it up from different people. We would sometimes have neighbors, okay? People we went to school with who may have been a little more proficient than we were, they would help us. You understand what I'm saying? So it was a group group process. It wasn't done through osmosis. It it didn't just pop into our head. There were always group efforts to accomplish things in the hood. That don't exist today. I just think that when you you go into those, our parents had this level of education, the devil level of education. I think that you you get it skewed because your 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 great grandfather he could build a house, he could go hunt and feed the family. You got to go to the grocery store. If you had to go hunt and feed yeah. the family, you started there. So who's because the times because the times dictated those things. Those people were rural. So I mean, I'm yeah, they were rural. Now what people they got are to urban. Do what was in their head, Rob? What they were capable of doing? Because you what's in your head it. is what's around. Because what's in your head is what surrounds you in your culture. Sharecroppers uh-huh. automatically. Sharecroppers, for the most part, knew about farming. My people knew and, about and, farming and like nobody's business. Houses. They could build houses. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they didn't know if they had to survive in today's world. The chances are they're going to be up the creek without a power. I can guarantee you in the world that they're now building. They're not in today's world, Rob. We're talking about the world that they came into. I know, but the children are in today's world. Right. The children are. No question. Right. Now, here's the deal. They passed along some of those things. They would still be better prepared to survive in this world, Rob, than they are. I'm not so sure. Well, I, I believe I bet my money on them. Well, where are you going to build a house at? How are you going to build it? Where are you going to get the capital from? You going to the bank to get it? What, the same place they got it from. Where they get it from? No, 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 no. About, totally different here, Mike. Ordinance. What no, about the ordinance? No, you said where they get it from. No, Mike. Totally different era. 
because the rules that govern their behavior in terms of them being rural are totally different from the new set of rules that they created in the urban environment. They get the the funds from the same place that you get the funds from now, from somewhere. No, you ain't getting no funds now. (laughs) If you have some skills that you can sell that are marketable, then you can get some money. Same thing they did. It's no different. That's not the case today, Mike. That's not the case today. You got people you got people that can build houses and can't get a dime. Can't get a dime. They've been in real estate, uh in in uh um architecture all their lives. Can't build a dime. You know why? Because they got rules and regulations now yeah. about how yeah. you build the houses. You got to con- conform to this and conform to that and use this kind of material. And that the things are not the same today. Okay, so that's what, I mean, everybody got to build a house according to code. So, I mean, what's that supposed to mean? It, I, what you it means to is, where you go. House. You got to be able to pass them codes. And there's no job. Okay, Any John so, off the street can go build a house. Okay, I mean, so that, that's you, not an issue. Oh, okay. And you well, got to have the land to build it on. Else. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there are a lot, a lot of factors, man. You got yeah, to have land to build a house on. What, you, you Try buying some land. land that's to... not nothing new. That's not nothing new having a, a land to build a no. house on. That's what you always need What I'm saying is, Mike, they make the acquisition of land much more difficult today than back then. And once you buy the land, what you can I don't think so, what Rob. you can do all this I can give you examples of it. I don't think so, Rob. You, you have your white boy. Let, let me Mike, I'm not gonna argue with you, man, but let me give okay, you an example. Right, right. There was, yeah, okay, I'm gonna listen people. to you on that. I'm gonna see Beverly Beverly's ready to go. I'll listen to you on that. Right. Okay, man. Got people lined there, up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there was a group of white folks down in I think it was uh Montana mm-hmm. and they have been grazing on this land that the government mm-hmm. uh, allowed them to through things, agreements that were signed by the people and the government. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the government want to change the rules because they want to Intimate confiscate the land. And they want to remove the farmers because they want they all of the food. To, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. they want all the food to be grown by a certain number of, of mega corporations. Yeah. So now they're trying uh-huh. to confiscate all of the farmers' land. The black farmers are a prime example of that. They done throw roadblock yeah. after roadblock in all front of these black farmers because they don't yeah. want them producing nothing. They want that land. The yeah. move today is about confiscating as much land as possible. So try going get a getting some money to build a house and see how far you get with it. You better have your money before you go. And even then, depending on, as you said, Bev, the codes and things that they got already written in place, uh, they're going to send you through all kind of hoops. Our people used to have whales and things that they built on their land to capture their water. Build a whale on some land today without government approval. You didn't need government approval back then. Exactly. Now you got to use a certain kind of now you got to use a certain kind of uh, fertilizer or pesticide or, yeah. or whatever. You didn't have to do all that back then. You can't even catch rainwater now. You can't even catch rainwater now. 
That's a violation. Exactly. So, Let me man, no, up. man, it ain't the same no more. He, he, it he ain't the same. That's, that's what people are fighting up. against now, government intrusion into people using their minds. They don't want people using their minds and their hands no more. Right, right. Let me open Go the ahead, line Smith. up, uh, Doctor. 314-662. Uh, 314-662. All right, 314. Okay. Let's go to 708-829. Hey, Bear. Yes. Check this out, family, before you, before, the, before you pick up the next caller. Okay. I, I, I mentioned this last week. All of a sudden... I'm seeing all kind of new painting uh, configurations all over the street. Okay. Okay. Now, Rob, what is all them? They got poles sticking up out the street because they want car traffic, which they're going to remove for the most part. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. why they're building these damn bike lanes all over the damn place. Okay. Reducing traffic. That's going to do what? Snarl traffic even more because as opposed to having two lanes, now you got one for an mm-hmm. overabundance of cars in urban areas to begin with because they don't want you driving, okay? So they ain't telling everybody to any degree why they reconfiguring the lanes all over the damn place. Why they got a bike lane that's as wide as a car lane. Mm-hmm. It's because they're already planning for tomorrow And they're going to restrict you even more The schools is nothing more Than a part of that whole thing Go ahead sister. Yep, they, got, they got that going on here too that, I know it everywhere that, Yeah, yeah Okay, let's see It's 708-829 Are you there? Greetings, family. How's everybody doing this evening? <laughs> oh, Jeff, Eddie B. Yes, yes. Y'all start throwing around numbers. <laughs> I'm laughing, <laughs> but I'm loving it. <laughs> loving it all. But uh, I'm trying to get not off uh, what you what, what y'all been talking about, but I'm just throwing little tidbits in there dealing with uh-huh. where we are right now since we just had this anniversary of uh, 9-11. And yeah. looking at that, when we think about it in dealing with the 19, covert 19, 19 years ago being uh, 9-11, what right. we're not really talking about is what we talk about somewhat indirectly when we're talking about the money and how they're taking away the money and bringing back the gold standard when you touched on 1932, 33. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that 9-11, what did they do other than we keep talking about these damn buildings? The big thing for me is they took they all the They confiscated gold, all the gold. And, yep. and, again, see, that was the start of where we are now, talking about taking away the money and bringing, about, bringing back that gold currency, the standard of gold. They did yep. all that mm-hmm. to facilitate what's going on 19 years later. Covert 19, yep. that covert operation that they're doing, any way we want to look at it, and then dealing with these fires with these trees. For me, that's where I am, and I'm, I'm stuck on that because understanding that we know that we have a symbiotic relationship. 
Wait a minute. Somebody Great. make it for me. Okay. That's me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. I, I did the wrong. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eddie. Okay. The trees are not only uh, the, the conductors of giving us the oxygen, air we breathe, but they are right. filters to filter not only our carbon dioxide that we exhale, but it's a protector from one border across that ocean to another. When we look at California mm-hmm. and the West Coast and all these burning of the trees that, as we keep hearing, they're talking about the air quality. Yep. See? And the air, too, is dealing with those masks that everybody's wearing, too. But, again, yep. when we look at water being a conductor of electricity and all other type of energy, when they start pumping these waves coming from Wuhan, China, across the water, there's no trees now to block mm. shit. Mm-hmm. No trees at all. Man. You're right. So, see, we ain't You're thinking right. about what those trees and what they're doing. They're allowing mm-hmm. all of this. If we got all these millions and billions of dollars to shoot up in space and satellites, but you won't put nothing here on Earth to protect what basically keeps us living, the trees. Yeah. And now yeah. allowing them to burn millions of acres, millions of redwoods yep. and all these other trees. So these are the things that we're not looking at through nature that they're using that's coming down the road. It's coming our mm-hmm. way. Because at the end of the day, as you were saying, Sister Bev, our power is going back within. I think we spend too yeah. much time on a lot of the political and this when we should be on the metaphysical, which is no more than the yeah. learning, learning yeah. the spiritual, which is the lesson that we all supposed to be learning and giving the message to. The message we're giving is their message, which is not our message. So with that, I'm going to leave with that. I love That's y'all. Right. I'll be listening tomorrow. And uh, I'll give a little bit more because I know we shot on, short on time. So, uh, Excellent comments, with that. Thank you. Keep doing what y'all doing. Love you. Peace. Better love. Better love, my brother. Thank you. Better love. Hotel. And you know he he's absolutely right about those trees because in the community I had moved into, it was the all Jewish community at first, and then when the blacks started mm-hmm. moving in, it was a force at first. And when the blacks <laughs> started moving in, they cut down all the trees just about. Because mm-hmm. it was a it was a forest and it was beautiful and then when we came in they started cutting the trees down. Bell, the no, area I live in used to be cut, referred to as Roseland. Okay. I, I ain't got to say nothing. There was trees everywhere. Yeah. Then they okay. cut them down. Yeah. They they do in this case they didn't cut them down. They don't okay. prune them, and they don't do the things necessary to maintain the oh. tree. Okay. So I can't so tell you how many times I've had one of these trees that have been neglected fall down, okay, break off because of storms, hit the roof, knocking down gutters. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times this happened. And it happens in this neighborhood all over the place after severe rainstorms. Mm-hmm. You subject to have to back out of a block, back back down the street because here's a tree in the street. Mm-hmm. 
because the city has neglected. Okay, now I know that some people refer to this in the so-called environmental community as uh, environmental racism, the dumping of toxic waste in black and so-called low-income communities. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what's known as toxic racism. But I think what you and Brother Eddie uh, were uh, pointing out is just another part of that. All right? I don't call it toxic racism. I call it the real system of white supremacy, which is, is the elites manipulating every damn body else. And a particular group of elites have become experts for centuries at manipulating everybody else. That's the real system of white supremacy. And these people have been in place. For a thousand years, they still there. They was in place after World War One and World War Two. Okay, and unless we are focused on who it is we're talking about, which is why we always try to name the names, you have World War Three and World War Four, and those people will still be in charge. Those are the people who need to be going to war against. You can call them royals. You can call them uh, elite. You can call them whatever you want to. You can call them Gates, uh, Fauci, the people that that work on their behalf, uh, uh, Soros, Kissinger. You can name any of them you want to. Those are the people that I'm talking about. Because no matter who's in office, Henry Kissinger worked for Nixon in the 70s and was one of the first people brought into the White House when Obama became the president. Well, we had That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. They uh, they have uh, cut us off. I, I I'm still hearing you though, so I don't know if we're still on on the radio, but I see here that they can you hear have me? cut us off. I can hear you, son, and I'm seeing others uh people on the line here. So, um Okay. I guess we're still on. I don't know, but I see the sign came up. Let me see if I can open up a line. Let's see. No, they won't let me open the line up. But I, oh, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, I might can just hear you. I don't know if anybody else, because I can't open the lines up anymore. So we over with. Well, we just call it a night, Bear. See if we can okay. slip a song in there, and we come okay. back tomorrow night. Let me do the uh, deja vu, and I'll have the other two. So let me see if they'll let me op- put open up one. Let me see. Uh, where is it at? Thank you for watching Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. <laughs> no, nah, they won't let me put a song on. It's over with. They ain't cut us off. Okay. So okay. we just have to hang well, we up. Just have to, so, okay. Yeah, we, we just have to come back tomorrow. Okay. Better love. Thank you, Dr. Robert X. Better love, sister. Hotel. 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 All right. Hotel, everyone. Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage.
Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at tmobile.com. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.